introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Well, come over here. All right, all right, all right. This is Mike Rutherford. I'm here to admit it. I love Rudy's dad. He is the man. I just didn't want to do it because Glenn would have been jealous. Mr. Rutherford's trying to figure out a mic that works. Apparently, all our mics are not I tell you what, you're going to come over here. You're going to switch with me just for a brief second while I walk in there and see if I can figure out why it's unplugged. Only on one condition. Are you ready for this? Yeah. You better not drink my yoo hoo. Okay. All right. Have a seat. This is pretty great. <laughs> We've had a number of issues uh, over the years when it comes to tech. This is a first. None of the, the, the three mics in the, the main studio here at the OG Studios are working. So Trevor's going to try to figure that out. But uh, we are here. That's established. Uh, we are. Going to be on the air in some way, shape, or form from 3 to 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know us better as the Big X. Uh, it is the University of Louisville College of Business Studio, although I'm not sure if they want to be associated with us right now, which is fine. But uh, it, it is the remote University of Louisville College of Business Studio. Visit business.louisville.edu to see what the UofL College of Business can do for you, including getting your MBA in just 12 months, if that sounds good. How about feeling like you're being paid to do so in the process? Uh, go to business.louisville.edu to do you find hear me? out more. I do hear you. It, oh, look at that. It doesn't sound great, but it's, it sounds that's, like, that's just me. That's the mic that I use. It's the same one that we always use. I don't know. Let's what, see what I can do while I'm on your laptop over here. Please don't. Please don't mess with anything. <laughs> I've got two active files. All right, do you want to switch back up here? Let's switch. All right, switching on the fly. It smells in here. We'll be right back. We don't move so swift at our age. All right. That was fun. Can you hear me now? I can. All right. This is professional radio. What was what was the deal there? Uh, it looks like they had unplugged it. Why are they doing that? Um, I'm assuming EJ was in the studio. He probably unplugged it to use a headset. I'll give EJ a break. EJ, I'm fine with. If, if Roush or Walker had done it, then it would be war. It looks like he unplugged it because he wanted to probably wear a headset and use the mic on the headset. Okay. Well, 
I didn't think anyone would have unplugged it and not plugged it back in. Look, it's EJ Walker's week. It's Belmont week. It's the it's the last leg it's, of the well, triple last name's Clark, but okay. E, e, what I said, what did I EJ say? Walker. That's the, oh, EJ Walker, <laughs> the sport, the, the horse talker. Uh, it is EJ Clark. It's his week. It's Belmont week. Uh, the race is tomorrow, so we'll, we'll give him a pass. That's fine. But we are here. We're finally up and running. We're here to talk sports for or nonsense for three hours here. Happy Friday to you. Hopefully your weekend's already off and running. Maybe you're off to the pool. Maybe you're just coming home from work. If you're stuck at work and spending some time with us, however it's happening, we appreciate your your eyes, your ears, and your hearts. Uh, Trevor Kelsey in the house, back there, producing the hell out of the show as always as we struggle to get on the air. It's fine. We, we, we did it. That's all that matters. How are we on this this Friday afternoon? It's a beautiful day out there. It is. It's uh... Feeling a little rested. I actually got to sleep kind of early last night. Got a little doubleheader tonight with the bats after the after your show. So we'll get some DoorDash in here. Hang out with me and uh, Mr. Kern, even though I can't talk to him like I used to, which is sad. But the bats don't have two tonight, do they? No, but I do. I'm you oh. in the game. Oh, okay, gotcha. So uh, no, the bats are a single. I'm a double. And and so yeah, it's pretty much. Uh, it was a pretty uneventful night in the, the Kelsey Manor last night. Pretty pretty boring. I didn't get home till almost eleven. Though I had to stay here late and do some stuff. So. I actually didn't get home until that's okay, but uh, I mean I was going to blame you, but you know I've decided not to later on. Are you winded from shifting rooms twice? My nose is stuffed up. <laughs> yeah, for a second there, it was like the the Nick Kern interview all over again. No, like, my nose just is, catch your breath. We're fine. My nose is stuffed up, and I have to blow it. And it's driving me insane. I'm sorry. It's Here, all right. Yeah, I, I can talk for a second. Get, get a Kleenex. We're going to be okay. Uh, we've got things to get to today. I've got a couple of follow up thoughts on what we spent the first part of yesterday's show discussing, which is this. This mystery recruitment of, it's not even really a mystery recruitment, Louisville has officially reached out to Simeon Wiltshire, the four-star guard who had previously been committed to North Carolina up until this week, decommitted at the beginning of the week, uh, has opened up his recruitment, and Louisville is among the schools who have reached out, and I think it struck a lot of Louisville fans, myself included, as being odd considering we have 13 scholarships and we have 13 players who have claimed those scholarships at this point, but we mentioned yesterday there is some buzz that at least one of the two players who have not made it to campus yet, presumably Tyler Johnson, uh, could be dealing with some eligibility issues. And, and, and that's why UofL is still actively pursuing some players that would require a scholarship. So I've got a couple thoughts there. I was led to believe, though, Tyler Johnson was a high-character kid, though. High-character? You know, a lot he of He was a warrior, but he was a good high-character. A lot of high-character kids still struggle in the classroom sometimes. Was this the teacher's fault? Are I they... consider you a high-character individual, and yet you... <laughs> Yeah, you had your academic issues at one point in time. I don't know. I, I find uh, I'm pretty intelligent. Maybe not book smart, but I can always tell when someone's uncomfortable at a party. What's what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You're a high character person. You're intel, but still you struggled in school sometimes. Like that could easily be the case here. School struggled with me. Now, if it's Karan Davis, he unfortunately is not high character, according to the, the press releases that were out there. The only that's, that's how we know it's Karan Davis. Only, with the academic <laughs> issues. The only non high character <laughs> player on the team. Uh, in which case, you know, we just would say, well, that's. I guess Kenny Payne's like, it's fitting that uh, that it's Quran, but uh, we'll find out what actually is going on there. i got a couple leftover thoughts on that front. We have an absolutely bat bleep crazy story out of the world of Kentucky High School Baseball, namely out of Shelby County that demands our attention today. I want to get to that. We've got some national sports thoughts. Uh, we've got uh, PGA still 
shots being taken out there that is interesting. Uh, NHL game last night was fun, but the, I, don't, I don't really have any thoughts on it. I caught the very end of it, which was it was nice. It was we predicted good. it. We did. We both got it correct. We both said, yeah, they'd win close, and it was about as close as you can get. It's a series. That That's uh, it's all you can root for at this point in time. And then I've got a, a couple of just holdover facts and figures to get to on this fun Friday. But, TK, how are we feeling? How was the Thursday night outside of, I mean, you said you're well-rested. Yeah. I hope you're not sick. No, no, no. I think it's just... Uh, I don't think it's sick. I had to. I opened the window up last night, and that, that's. I don't know why I did it. I just was trying to be whimsical. I don't know. <laughs> whimsical move. It is what it is. I'll be okay. I'll survive. You're not gonna get rid of me, but no, uh, it was pretty. Like I said, I got home late, watched a little, a little hockey game, got caught on by an hour worth of going through reels, and then kind of fell asleep. Actually, that's good. Very very slow night. What about you? I, I guess it was kind of like a a version of your night, kind of without the kids and. Bath and bathe and stuff. Yeah, a lot, a lot of kid stuff last night. Just uh, went home. We took an extended. It was so uh, awesome night. We took an extended walk. Um, Ooh, nice. Yeah, I took a, a little bit longer walk than usual. That's what I did today, just a second ago, when I walked into that studio and came back here. Yeah, it was uh, it was Penny's birthday. Had a little Penny birthday celebration. Did you um, get her cake? We're going to this week, and we're gonna get her something. Do you, um, do you know they have cute little dog cakes at like PetSmart? Yeah, we go to Blue Dog usually. Okay, the one right by our house, and get it. We've done it before. Like we became. Penny's first birthday. I remember, we're like, are we these people now? Oh, we, we, I'm that dog person, cake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, taking the pictures and stuff. And like, put it was like, yeah. Do you put the hat on her? No, no, she won't stand for that. Are you are you pro dog clothing? I'm indifferent. My dad is the most vehemently opposed dog clothing I'm person with, of all time. I think I'm with your dad, but I don't really care that much. Like we put we put a like a, a pumpkin head on Penny for one Halloween. I was like, hey, fine, whatever. Okay, <laughs> pumpkin. She head. seems okay. I think that's what it was. I'm, it was either that or like cat ears. Or something. I'm complete anti dog pet dog dog clothes. I'm indifferent. I'm I don't care. I just, it either. annoys the bejesus out of me. I if just, they're I'm, unhappy about it, then take it off. If they're fine with it, then whatever. Well, to me, they're unhappy because I'm unhappy, and if I'm unhappy, they're unhappy because I'm, I'm 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 the master. I'm the alpha dog. Well, I don't think that's the way it works. But are you the beta? No. <laughs> what just, comes after beta? Uh, what would C in the the alphabet? <laughs> I don't think this does it go. Uh, is that how it works? By the way, well, Zeta's last. I know that. Is that really how it works? It goes alpha. Is that why it's alpha, beta, and well, yeah, that's yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't really know that. Okay, you see, I learned on today's show. I don't know what C is. I know there's omega, <laughs> but omega's good, right? And that's pretty far down the alphabet. What do you mean omega's good? Is omega good? I mean, beta's not really bad. People have just assigned <laughs> meanings to it. <laughs> but it's second. Charlie it's, is second. Uh, it's third, I mean. is the C. Is that what, Charlie? Really? That's kind of lazy. Alpha, beta, Charlie. Douche. Is it? <laughs> no, no. It's, is it delta? Yes, delta, yeah. Echo? Echo, yeah. I've got no idea what F is. I, <laughs> when I get on my report card. No, I do know what <laughs> F is. Uh, Foxtrot. Really? G is gamma. H is no clue. I didn't even know you could go this far down the alphabet. Well, it's I mean, it's they have one for every letter. Well, I assume so. There's there's 26 letters in the alphabet, right? Correct. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it's 26 or 27 for a second. <laughs> What's T? What's T? Uh, Trevor? Tango. Ah, oh, tango. I can deal with tango. 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 Oh, these are all military terms. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, we can we can move on. That's the, I don't know how even know how we got there, but oh, Penny's birthday. Yes. Penny's Penny's definitely not the out. Penny is definitely a beta dog. She, okay, but she claims she wants to think that she's like she's very all bark no bite. Like on a walk, she's the one who's like initiates the confrontation with a dog. 
But she doesn't. She, she wants no part of those. She dogs. wants to be out, but she thinks she's beta. But she's really Charlie. But I know she's Tango. She might be. She got a little Delta in her. Uh, <laughs> she's she. But she. Uh, yeah, we, we we gave her the cake the one year. We kind of we've toned it down a little bit. I think last year we actually forgot her birthday and felt really bad about <sighs> it. I know, but uh, it was so we did that last night. Despicable um, parents. I know. We we the kids were up way too late. Got them down finally, and then uh, I don't think I, I – I think I just uh, – well, I wanted to read. Virginia stepped on my Kindle and broke it, so that's that's done now. Got to figure it out. Got to get a new one. It's going to be the Father's Day present, I think, which my Father's Day gifts, and maybe somebody out there listening can relate. I feel like they just – because I don't really need anything anymore. But well, I mean, you needed pants yesterday. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I need pants sometimes. I need clothes every now and then. But as far as, like, you know, the big present that you would ask for, like, you know, if, if you need something, you kind of just get it yourself this day and age. But I feel like whatever I wind up getting for birthday, Father's Day, what have you, it's typically just something that I had before that I need to get replaced because it got broken. <laughs> like that's that's what like, I'm like. Oh yeah, you can give me a new Kindle. There it is. Because Virginia, I think stepped on somebody stepped on it last night. It was on the floor when I came upstairs, and now it has that thing where it's like it's not cracked, but like the, the the graphic, the images are all just distorted. So you can't. You should have left it on the floor. You can't. I did not leave it on the floor. Why were you reading on the floor? I wasn't. Somebody took it from where it had been and put it on the floor. I don't want to cast blame anywhere, but my wife absolutely did it. <laughs> I'm glad you're not casting blame. So I meant to t- so I, like, I made sure to text her at like 1230. I'm like, I guess I'll take a new Kindle for Father's Day since somebody stepped on mine. What if she'd already bought you that tie? <sighs> I don't have you gotten to the point where you're getting ties for Father's Day? Is I that- used to get ties a lot, and then I think we realized that <laughs> I wear ties at most like three times a year now. I think we finally found the one thing TV and hot movies did not lie to me about. No, but you get was ties. Was it ties go to fall on Father's Day or you socks? Get ties. I mean, there was a time where we were, I feel like a lot more formal events were happening and stuff. And you know, now we're at that age, not not going to as many weddings. Not So it's yeah, basically like parties and such. You can always wear a tie in here. To, I, I might start. I feel like I've got the, all these ties are just going to waste. They're going out of style now. And I, I feel like I need to start wearing them. I'm just going to wear them with my t shirts in here. See how you feel about them. Would you do if I come in and wear a suit one day? I would love it. It'd be a nice dress for the occasion. As soon as I tell you what, the day we get the YouTube cameras next week, you'll be start wearing suits wear in suit. the office. I, the guy who I used to work for when I was doing the law firm, like he would get so frustrated because I would. I worked there for a year and I did wear like kind of business casual dress for the first year, but then when I started doing that in addition to law school, I'd go there like from law. I was like, I don't want to dress up for law. I don't want to be that guy. I know some people did do it, but like I'd come in wearing like my standard you know jeans and like. A, a button up or a polo with like a hat. Like to the lady. He's like, Mackle had a big, big twang. It's like, dress like a lawyer. And I was like, I was like it's not happening. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. It's shocking that I didn't go far in the law world. I don't know. That sounds like Joe Pesci and my cousin Vinny, if you ask me. Yeah, Mackle. Uh, I love T Clay. He was the man. But that was the the end of my law career. But we had a good night. We've had a good day so far today. It's a, the only thing that sucked today is with this new, with 64 West being shut down. It, it takes me forever just to get to 71, which is the new the, the route it takes me. It takes me down Hillcrest, uh, down Zorn, all the way to to 71. And once I get on the the interstate, like I'm fine. Once I get on the the expressway, I'm fine. But getting there takes like 20 minutes, and it's Man. just it's super frustrating. So I feel like dealing with Westport Road and during school days. So I texted you like I, I was like at like at like 2:52. I'm like I'm gonna be late. This is terrible. And then I get on the highway and it's fine. Zip over here and I'm, I'm here. And we were actually going to be close to being on time. And then, then Dugan's just chatting us up, keeping us off the air. And then the Find out EJ's unplugged everything. EJ's just sabotaging the damn show. It's fine. <laughs> it's 
we're going to be, be damned if this show has a better rating than I do today. We want to hear from you on the <laughs> Thornton Sex Line, by the way, at 502-414-1450. Your minor Thornton's hooking you up with the best deals all summer long. Just download that Refreshing Rewards app, see what they got in store for you, then check into any one of the 89,212 area Thornton's locations and save yourself some money on gas, save yourself some money inside. And reminder, uh, download that Refreshing Rewards app and then text us at 502-414-1450. Uh, it's going to be, I mean... I'm just seeing that Terry Rozier responded to my. We, we had the texture letting us know about the uh, the Terry Rozier sign. Yeah, send us a picture. Yeah, and I, I put it on Twitter today, and Rozier just responded with "The streets need it," <laughs> and a laughing about taking it to the streets. <laughs> the streets do need it. I still I, I don't know who that person is, but you win the Mike Rutherford Show Louisvilleian of the Week award. We give it away every week. We do this not the first time. We do it all the time. You're the Louisvillean of the week. Congratulations. <laughs> we'll post your picture outside of my house for the week. You need to start just putting like a big picture of yourself, just over some some sound barrier on uh, some, some town wall on the interstate. Just TK. <laughs> just you. Picture me just being with a big grin. And people are like, who is this Thumbs guy? Thumbs up. Like, <laughs> like, it's Trevor Kelsey, man. Get with it. That's time we'll go like the, uh, and put my, like, put a big banner over my face over Diane Sawyer's Louisville foot banner. And the, rest, the rest of the body turns just my face over it. I think it needs to happen. That'd be awesome. Like make Louisville TK again. Just something, some vague message that nobody understands. It'd be some great viral marketing for the Big X. Honestly, can hurt. Do you remember those billboards? I miss the like. I, I feel like there always used to be a good summer mystery around here. Like there was always like some weird summer story that would. And this is back when it was like fun summer stories and not like, hey, I think the world's ending and this is why. Uh, there was a, the billboards a few years ago. Where somebody took out all this money and, and put these various billboards across the city that were like, Jessica, I'm so sorry. And it was like, then I don't like, remember that. It's like, it's all it was like blank canvas and just like these printed words. And it was like, Jessica, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I know we can do this. Just give me another chance or something like this. And I was like, who is this? Like, is this real? Is it a marketing campaign? Like, I wrote about it. I was very just super engaged with this, trying to figure out what was going on. Do you call him a giant D? <laughs> no. <laughs> It wound up being a viral marketing campaign for the Louisville Ballet, which, look, it worked. I mean, yeah. I mean, did, did they sell tickets? I'm sure they did. I mean, I wouldn't have known the ballet was doing something unless that had happened. You, re- you ready to have your mind blown? Always. I've been to the Louisville Ballet. For, like, Nutcracker? Yeah. yeah I was going to say. Because that's, that's how everyone's been to the Louisville Ballet. I've seen the Nutcracker as well. It's long. I'm surprised that you didn't have more reaction. Like, you've never been on a sled. You've been on a boat once in fourth grade, <laughs> but, but you've been to the Louisville Ballet, yeah. My, if, it, if it was something other than the Nutcracker, I would have been shocked. My uh, my my grandmother made me and my grandfather go see it, and I'll just never forget it's only like the only time I ever saw them like not happy with each other. My grandfather was just so he was just so angry, not wanting to be there. It's like I could be watching a freaking Cubs game right now. I don't mind <laughs> like like I I typically like doing like theater stuff or whatever. I'm going to go ahead and say it. The Nutcracker sucks. I mean, the, I, the Nutcracker is not good. <laughs> it's so long. It's not, I mean, and God love the people who bring their kids to it thinking that it's going to be like, oh, it's bad. Like, f- no. Like, the, the kids are bored out of their mind. The Rat King is terrifying. It's not good. Now, they do, I think the Louisville Ballet does this. They have like a shortened kid version of the Nutcracker. I don't even remember what, I was 10 when I went to see this. Which is smart to do. We, I went as an adult, and I was like, I think I went as a kid and then as an adult as well. And like an hour in, I'm like, oh my God, this is brutal. I'm sorry. It's just, it's not good. It's, no, it was, I, I don't, I just, the only thing I remember about it, other than my grandfather just like getting so mad because he wanted to like watch, there was, I guess it was, a, it was some games, I was just like, I just want to go and watch it. Uh, but 
I just remember my grandma was like, we're going to Nutcracker. I just remember giggling as a kid. And I was like, that's the most enjoyment I got out of the entire show was that when she told me we were going to Nutcracker, I'm hee hee. Then that was the end of it. I've also been to uh, the Phantom of the Opera, though. I've never been a fan of the opera. I went to that when I was in Atlanta. I was uh, with uh, me. I was with me. I was down there with a girlfriend, and she wanted to see it. And obviously, we we were actually running late to it. And then I fell asleep in the middle of it, and she did not. She was not happy with me. Yeah, <laughs> I started snoring. <laughs> I'm just now seeing this. This is a uh, uh, about. I mean, this is my favorite cardinal. Dennis Evans is my guy. He's officially my guy. Somebody sent me a video of his. They had the father son camp earlier this week. And a guy on Instagram sent me a video of his kid throwing Evans an alley oop, and it's like you know, it's one of those freakish. You know how he's that big, but he's he's dunking like like I would if we'd hung like a little basketball goal on that the Nerf goal in the, the back door of the door, frame. yeah, yeah. He like he jumps like six inches and then like catches it and cradles it and just like puts it down. But I just saw this uh, stat via the U of L did its conditioning days and measuring mint days earlier this week. Dennis Evans clocked in at nine foot eight standing reach. For comparison's sake. When Rudy Gobert went to the NBA Combine, he clocked in at nine foot seven. So Louisville, you're talking that's so with his wingspans. Yes, that's yeah. his reach. Yeah. Louisville's seventeen year old has a longer reach than than Rudy Gobert. Right? I mean, he can probably tie his own shoes without bending over. It's insane. That's just that's yeah, that's something that's going to make. I mean, when he goes in the NBA, Bill's is going to have a field day with that wingspan. And also, Rudy Gobert doesn't wear goofy goggles. <laughs> I'm all about the goggles. I'm all about everything about Dennis Evans. I mean, Dennis, he wears, he's my guy. He wears goggles, doesn't spread diseases. I mean, he's, 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 he's all in all the better. He's everything that I want yeah. the Wolfen Cardinal to be. He's just, he's incredible. I'm all in on Dennis Evans. You do love Dennis. I'm, You're all about the D. Dennis is my guy. I'm all about the D. I don't blame you. I'm, you know me. I love, I love it. Only big D. Of course. I mean, you know. I mean, when it's like, yeah, it's not, it's like, is it there? Got to really know what to do with it. <laughs> I'm not one. <laughs> Got to be able to navigate the floor. <laughs> oh, man. We're not going to make it to Monday, are we? We're probably not. No. <laughs> it's been a long week. I feel like this week's been long. We Ooh, have... I'm on the clock in my Fantasy Dynasty slow draft. I, you got to get out of this league. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I've gotten some people on my side finally in the league to complain with me. I have a question, too, real quickly for, for parents out there who have kids who are in that this like 8, 9, 10, 11-year-old range. Because now a couple of my friends are having kids that are that are getting there. A couple of my friends who were the first to have kids, um, their their kids are getting eight nine. They're they're playing sports. Like my buddy Danny, like the hoodie the podcast with, he has his son's eight and he plays like seventeen different sports. They had a baseball game in Carmel, Indiana today at two fifteen on a Friday. Like when I was growing up, it's not a school day though, right? Technically. I mean, school's out, right? It, it's not a school day, but it's still a weekday. Like you got to get these. Like when I was growing up, like even during the summers when you were playing, you know, like St. Matthew's Little League, the games were still at night unless they were Saturdays because you know, parents have to work. Like, oh, yeah. How are you going to get there? And now, like my friends who, it's it sounds like every one of my f- friends just complains about swim meets constantly. They're like these. They're like <laughs> it's eighty five, like like heats. You know, it's just screaming parents. Nobody wants to work it. It's just, it's terrible. It's the worst thing in the entire world. But now they have swim meets like ten a.m. on. Thursdays. I don't know how. I mean, like I could do that with my job. Like, thankfully, I you know I, I can fl- you know make time for things during the middle part of the day. Mary can't. Like my my wife couldn't get away. And that, and if it was anything like you know Danny's taking his kid to a game at two fifteen in out of city out of state, actually, I couldn't do that. No. Like it's just it's crazy to me that there are all these. You know, I, I get it. Maybe once you get to the high school level, I, I know when I was playing summer ball. 
uh, in between like my freshman, sophomore, and junior seasons, there would be occasionally there'd be tournaments where you'd have to play during the day. And it was fine because either you could go yourself or you had a, a kid on the team who could pick you up and drive you there. And you know, your parents are like, okay, it's summer ball, whatever. But like eight years old, it just I, I can't believe the, the kids are playing one o'clock, two o'clock games on. No, we did. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. It seems silly. It's just it's it's kind of nuts. I never did. I never was never like a. I don't even remember swim meets like or swim teams like being options when I was a kid. Like it was just basketball, football, baseball. Like the swimming was just going to plantation and swimming. I remember. I mean, I remember swim teams. I never did it, but like I had friends who did it. Like we had like if you you swam for like your neighborhood. Like we had a neighborhood swim team, but I never. I, I always sucked at swimming. We really grew up in different lives. <laughs> not really. I mean, like Brownsboro Farm is. It was. It was not like this. Was not like the Lake Forest swim team. I mean, I've got a nice the Lakeside swim team. My neighborhood's got a nice, cool name too. But we never swim team. We have, we, a, we have a mayor. Do you have pool? I mean, no. We yeah. have a park. Yeah, as you a, as have a, a pool. There's a park with a creek. Creek would be good for you. Creek would be good for you. <laughs> Pond be good for you. It's a creek. Beargrass Creek runs through our neighborhood. I feel like all my kids now, all my friends now have kids that are doing the, the swim team thing, and I just. I don't want to. Like Mary did swimming growing up. I don't want. So my kids probably are going to swim. I don't. I don't want to do it. Your neighborhood had a pool. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely grew up in different lives. <laughs> no, <laughs> there are lots of neighborhoods that have swim teams. I mean, that, that are trust me. Lots, lots of people. I have, can show you my. Lots of people house. have servants living in, in home. <laughs> yeah. My, you mean what do you mean? You mean you did, your bread came with crust on it? <laughs> my mom, the preschool teacher, and my dad, the newspaper writer, were just yeah. We were hey newspaper writers. I were making hand over fist. Yeah. Well, From what I understand, he owns his own town. He does. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. It took him a long time to get there, though. It took him a long time to get there to that point. I mean, you may not have grown up Walker money with convertibles and you know horse farms and stuff, but I grew up with Lumina money, <laughs> the four hundred dollars Chevy Lumina that I still love. I had an eighty-eight Grand Prix was my first I car. I still would love it I, to this day. I would. I, I love that Lumina. If you put me in Lucille right now, I'd probably cry tears of happiness. You put me in Lucille, I'll probably cry tears. Oh, wow, well, thing. <laughs> All right, we got to go to break. When we come back, uh, let's talk, we'll talk a little bit more about Simeon Wiltshire. Also, huge football recruiting weekend. We touched on it briefly yesterday. We mentioned JoJo Stone, the LSU wide receiver, who's going to be in town. A few other names are out there. Ten members of the class of 2024 will be in town this weekend. Jeff Brown will try to lure all of them. We'll discuss that after the break. It's the Mike Brother for Show on a Friday here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. <laughs> It's been brought to my attention <laughs> that that we, I guess me, uh, I, I was mixing up the army phonetic alphabet with the the Greek alphabet. Oh the, yeah! See, look at you. The Greek, you're all so smart. The Greek is the alpha, beta, but it's not like the it's not twenty six letters. The army is box trot tank. I knew that sounded is familiar. Alpha, but I think it's Bravo. Yeah, that sounds Charlie. Right. 
Delta. Like, yeah, that's the that's the difference. <laughs> Thanks, man. Just giving out false information. See, I, I'm the one to get this the show's ba- reputation <laughs> just went on the crapper. I mean, here's the, I'm the one that gets the, the, like the tag for like he just screws everything up. Shots laid. You know, it's just like who, who knows what Trevor's gonna say. And here you are, like, look at you. Just, it's always me. What? It's usually me. Yeah, sugar cube while you're up on that high horse. Just completely wrong. <laughs> totally wrong. <laughs> so what's so it's not so what is what is C? In what? It's it's alpha, beta, and it's well, not, the, again the Greek alphabet has no C. Oh. Yeah, it's just it's different. There, oh, are, okay. there aren't twenty six letters in the Greek alphabet. Oh, I, oh yeah. It's yeah. alpha, beta, I think gamma is the is In the, third. the Greek alphabet, God is spelled with a J. What? Isn't that, isn't that what they teach us in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? I don't know. When he's going to the thing, he's like he goes to push, he goes to the G and it, it falls. He's like, that's right. There's no G in the uh, alphabet. It's, it begins with a J. Okay. <laughs> I mean, gamma. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Sure, that, sure that's not military again? I'm positive. There's not Latin? Yeah. I am. <laughs> I wouldn't even not. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of comments on the text line, too, about the opener, which was... Uh, Texas all-time opener for the Rutherford Show. Thank you. Texas loving the original music. Please delete the new bleep, Trevor. Uh, Texas Jimi Hendrix lawyers are on line one because we had to let the intro play the entire time. It didn't play, play all the way until it faded. And I have like three minutes of the mics weren't working. I know at some point I was like, oh, we got to we got to stop it. We got to we got to do something. I just wanted I wanted to stay in here as long as I could and just make you talk for like two minutes. I know what I've been talking. I know because you hate doing it. <laughs> For someone who likes it's, to talk as much as you do, you hate doing it by yourself. I do. It's it's I'm weird like that. Yeah. I would have just kept going on like Alpha, Beta, Charlie. What other alphabets can we get to here? A B C I had to stop every time and go A B C D E E. Edward? Just do the Spanish out. <laughs> A, B, C. Texture says Kenny Payne's strategy should be just let Dennis Evans have the ball. The guy's a skyscraper. We just need to feed Dennis. There it is. Just just hold his hands up above everybody else. I don't know who this guy that Cal Perry was meeting with today was. I don't, I don't know anything about him. I just saw his picture before, right before I was leaving the house. He's huge. He's like meeting him at a restaurant. Some, I guess, fan was like, Cal Perry meeting with whoever this guy is. He's I wonder, enormous. I wonder if that's the guy that works on the, the... I don't think you have to meet the student manager. Student manager, yeah. I think he just, he's just meeting with somebody else. I know they're actively recruiting Arthur Kaluma from uh, from Creighton, who's a power forward, who's very good, but I don't think he fills their, their biggest weakness. But he is a experienced player, and that's, Lord, I mean, they got six available scholarships at this point. They do need him. They, they, got the, they have the two big guys coming back, though, don't they? I mean, one Ugo or something, Ugo? Yeah, Ugana, and yeah. then now Aaron Bradshaw coming in. So just one big guy coming back, uh, but a new, new big guy coming in. It sounds, I mean, the fact that they were recruiting Hunter Dickinson and these other centers so hard just kind of leads me to believe that they don't have that much confidence in either one of those guys. But I suppose we'll find out. And then all those rumors about Aaron Bradshaw dealing with an injury this offseason, mm. uh, maybe that plays a part. Who knows? Texture says, uh, not only did Chris Mack ruin our chances of having Bill Murray part the fan base, part of the fan base, but he ruined our chances of having Khalees. Have you seen this story? I did. I, I, you responded to my tweet last night. Yeah, I, hand up. I had to Google who Khalees was because I did. I, I know the song, but I didn't know who sang. I never knew who was singing. La, 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 la. <laughs> my a, milkshake brings all the boots to the yard. She like, uh, formerly, you know, she her dating history now includes both Bill Murray and Nas. She, <laughs> that's has, a, that's, she has kids with. That's what my buddy told me. He said he also she also runs a uh, she does a, uh, a pot cooking show on Netflix. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what he said. Cannabis cooking show. He said she does on Netflix. Uh, I don't know how anyone's supposed. I mean, we have 
the the former president of the United States and states and the the leader to land the Republican nomination to run again, uh, being federally indicted. We we thirty eight count all this stuff going on. UFOs are real. We're finding all this stuff. Like everything is happening. How does anybody expect me to focus on anything besides Bill Murray dating Khalees? I can't think about anything else right now. I feel like Bill Murray saw that uh, like what was Al Pacino just had like a kid eight nine. He's like really. I can top De Niro. De Niro, I'm sorry. Well, they both did. Pacino, yeah. Pacino followed. I feel like Murray saw it. Was like, oh, I, I got you. I got you. Okay, hold, 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 hold my, hold my putter. Here we go. Let's let's test this. You, you, you. I'm, I'm gonna, going to impregnate a rapper <laughs> 30 years younger who, than me. Who's Nas's baby's mama? <laughs> I mean, he's 72. She's 43. Yeah. Which is honestly like the least weird thing about this. It's more that he's Bill Murray and she's Khalees. I'm just more of like him introducing him to like. Luke, like Luke, here's your stepmom. How <laughs> do you step your poster above my bed, mom? <laughs> She's breaking down Tristan Newton's game. It's like, here's how you need to use Donovan Klingon in the post for the upcoming season. He's like, you, you don't get to talk to me like this, mom. <laughs> I'm your mother. I'm two years older than you. <laughs> I don't tell you what songs to write. Is Luke, Mur- Luke Murray's probably her age, right? Luke Murray's like my age. I think, okay. he's, I think he's like 40. Okay, so he's older, okay, at least. I want to say he, yeah, he, he's thirty eight. He's, he's exactly my age. So he's five years old. Yeah, he might have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, it, it's. I can't believe it's, it's a story. I, I can't danced to your thing. song at my prom, mom. <laughs> I saw that the first tweet I saw about it before I even saw. I saw Bill Murray trending. And the first one was like, Bill Murray is dating someone. I'll give you infinity guesses who it is. And then I, I was like, well, I mean, I don't know. Now I'm my interest has been piqued, and I click on his name and I see that he's dating Khalees. I was like, well. I'm, you're right. It would have taken me infinity guesses to get well, there. Well, me, since I didn't know her name originally, I, I, but if you if I could just said the milkshake song, girl, I would have still been blown away. It's nuts. I'm still kind of blown away. I'm, Did she have another song? She's a one-hit wonder, right? She's had No, she had a few songs. Uh, mean, she had that song, Bossy. Remember that? It was a big deal. Um, Bossy. I thought that would, no, that would ring a bell. Yeah. No, she's milkshake. She's a one-hit wonder. She's not a one-hit wonder. Bossy was a, was a big song. What, what Khalees, that's the, I mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. She's one hit wonder. She's, she's not. <laughs> you can barely now. You can say it's bossy, which is the name I'm of the, the song. I'm the first girl to scream on a track. I switched up the beat of the drum. Okay, that's I was gonna right. say you I have all the lyrics all the boys know in the yard. I mean, I know every single word from that song. Well, that's huge. milkshake, right? No, but oh. he, she's referencing milkshake in bossy, which came out a few years later. <laughs> that's uh, always a good sign of a non one hit wonder. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, people make references to their biggest hits for sure. She's got uh, a nice little filmography. She, yeah, she's been acting. She's in that commercial now with, with P. Diddy that's been all over, everywhere for the last couple months. Oh, that's right. That's when uh, they did the Super Bowl when he did the retro stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing it for P. Different- Diddy's like, I need to find a new way to rip off the 80s and make money. Yeah. She's doing it for different products. Kids. Yeah. Dated Nas. Has kids with Nas. <laughs> we, we was, uh, until, until, until now, I think that was what she's most famous for, right? Other than Milkshake? No. Was, was dating Nas. I mean, it's the second thing you came up with. Well, I mean, she, people know that. I mean, because she. There's a Dislon and a Nas track about how he got her name tattooed on his arm very quickly, and uh, people use it against him for a long she time. She has had two songs top the top 100 in the U.S. Milkshake was number three. Bossy was 16. Mm-hmm. That's not a hit. The number 16 song in America is not a hit. It's not. not it's, I was pitching too short. Really? That's kind of cool. You didn't tell me that. I don't know what to say. Uh, Say that you're right, Trevor. She's a one-hit wonder. She's absolutely not a one-hit wonder. I mean, everybody's a one-hit wonder to you. No, they're not. 
I, I just played John Cougar. He's not a one-hit wonder. You said someone who had like number one song. You call? You try to call Bieber a one-hit wonder at one point? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You're like, you're, like, you're like only people know Baby. The only song they know. And I was so like, he's I, got 17 number one songs. I never called Bieber. I may have said I only know. I only know Baby, but I didn't say he was a one-hit wonder. No, you've tried to say Bieber Lord was is a one-hit, one-hit wonder. wonder. Texas says, not sure there will be mute. Oh, this is a KRC text. Texas says, I couldn't agree more on the Nutcracker. I've been forced to see it more than once. It's entertaining for like 10 minutes, and then it becomes impre- increasingly and painfully tough to stay awake. It's it's just, it's not good. I'm sorry. If that's your thing, I guess I'm not somebody who can appreciate professional dance. I don't know what makes a dancer great. I don't know what makes a, a I don't know. I, I just, I, I can't get into it. I, it's not for me. No, I, just, I, the only kind of music I really can't listen to is classical and, and like ballet. It just doesn't. Like I said, I tried to watch Black Swan just, I mean, for the whole lesbian thing, and I still couldn't get through it. And that, that, that was awesome. Texas intern Patrick was going a little rogue on the Thornton's text line earlier. I don't know what that means. Was Patrick texting people back? He better, I don't know. Was he? Why was he doing that? Uh, he did text. It looks like he texted somebody. Somebody who texted in yesterday and said Trevor's mom. He responded with Trevor's mom dash Patrick. At least he signed his name to it. Yeah, that's the only thing I ask. If you're going to reply on the text, at least tell him who, who's replying. Don't yeah. You. Um. So Why I, did he just say that randomly? I don't back? know. I don't know. Patrick's just he's, that's he's just weird. <laughs> he's drunk with power now. Oh, just in, Boris Johnson quits as UK lawmaker, accusing an investigation into whether he misled Parliament of aiming to drive me out. There it is. It, the world's just just on fire, but I can't think of anything besides Bill Murray Calise. <laughs> Texas, do you all get credit in the ratings for listeners using the Listen Live phone number? We're not actually in the ratings book. We don't we don't get the ratings they, book. They, they, they're afraid of us. <laughs> so we have no – I love when people are like, you know how many people. I'm like, we have no idea how many people listen to the show because we don't subscribe to the ratings books. And also, we are technically – a Southern Indiana channel because we're based out of Jeffersonville. Yeah, yeah. So you know, if we wanted to compare our numbers with, you know, KRD or or, or ninety three nine or anything like we we couldn't. We're in a different market entirely. But uh, I did like that was a, there was an exchange between one of the KRC guys. It may have been TJ and Perrin Johnson a while back, and Perrin was like. You know, he's like, he's like, he's Both like, have did, known to get Twitter battles. Yeah, they're, they're getting some sort of, I don't even know, because I guess they're on at the same time or whatever. And, you know, Perrin's like, you know what the ratings are. Like, Dugan gets the book. And I, I was like, he actually doesn't. I was like, he has, like, he has <laughs> no idea. None of us have any idea outside of the online listeners how many people are, are listening. So we just keep going. We just keep doing what we're doing. We know the streaming numbers are good. So that's oh, yeah, good. they rock. Uh, TJ Walker said, I hear they're doing more than dating. <laughs> Bill Murray's O face. <laughs> Texas said, "If you had to choose, would you feel more comfortable with Trevor talking about why Zion or Trump is in the news?" Well, we I already know we why talked Zion. about Zion yesterday. Yeah, I know why Zion's in the news. Um, but Trump, because he just he got the the documents. They didn't, he didn't they just get indicted him for a court date or something. Uh, yeah, he's thirty eight counts now. Yeah, I mean, he's. I don't think he's going to like serve any time or anything. But I mean. Yeah, I know he's. They, they, I guess they, he, they figured out he has to go to. They gave him a court date, I guess, in Miami, right? He's got to go appear for an, an arraignment in, I think, I think Tuesday in Miami. He said it's like a, like a war against America or something. Oh yeah, he put out the statement. The statement yeah. that he put out last night. I mean, I, I don't care what side of the aisle you fall on, is objectively hysterical. Where he ends it with like, Joe Biden had documents too with his garage that's paper thin and open half the time, and that's the way it ended. I mean, just. Like, <laughs> You could you could put in these, his garage <laughs> these AI chatbots that you know they base all of their results off of you know, past 
speeches, past statements, past whatever. They take all that information and try to, to, to produce results that sound like something that person would say. You could take the most advanced AI chatbot. Never in a million years would they have been able to produce the last line of his official statement from last night. I know, all I know is when I was like, I turned on, because when I turned on TV on, I was, I was going to Spectrum News right away. And I usually end up leaving on for so many minutes, just, just let it is white background noise, you know, when I'm doing stuff, when I'm sitting down. And I was like, the first thing that came on, they were like, Trump put out a statement from his truth, uh, truth, uh, true social, true social. Like, yeah. What the hell is a true social? It's his, uh, it's his social media. <laughs> channel. I thought truth was the anti smoking people. No. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought they were. <laughs> no, he put a video out last night, too. So but, I, mean, I thought, wait a minute, I thought that, what was the name? That's not the name of the original one he did when he quit Twitter, right? Wasn't there another one? They began with a P, I thought. I think it's just this one. Uh, I could have swear there was another platform he did right before, like, that right after Twitter that he was going to do that was supposed to be like the next great thing. And I guess maybe it, is, maybe it was truth or it was something else. I can't remember. To answer the question, though, I feel more comfortable, more comfortable with Trevor talking about Trump because he would just like your whole analysis is just going to be like he's not going to go to jail. No, he's it. not. He's not. Do you have anything else to add? Um, see, no, he doesn't. No. Like, but Zion, yeah, you can get whole sorts of Ooh, trouble. Zion, Zion, now. talking about. I feel way less comfortable. Like your analysis with with Trump is going to be very quick. But Zion, I think you had and you did express which is funny because I heard, I heard Zion's experiment with with the porn star was quick too. <laughs> uh, Texas says parlor is what you're thinking of. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Parlor was the the conservative. So this is like I think the, it's still going. I think it's still a thing, but I don't think the, Trump was ever gonna. I don't know if he because he launched through social himself. Okay, I don't know if he ever went to parlor. He actually didn't go on parlor. Right? But I knew there was something else that came right after Twitter. I wonder how many other knockoff like Twitters there are out there. There's one that like so I don't even know when all like the. The blue check journalists were, were were getting upset about Twitter and stuff. They're like, "Follow me on this one." And I was like, "I don't." I'm kind of. I've be, be. I'm becoming you, where I'm like, I don't have time to learn another one. Like, if, if this one goes away, it's probably just going to be it for me. I, I don't have. I can't. I, I can't reinvest myself in another social media channel. Yeah, you know, you've. I've got to go back to trying too hard to be funny. I've got to make. You know, you have to make new friends. You gotta, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. If Twitter goes away, I'm just done. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fade. I didn't even go to TikTok or, or. I don't do TikTok. Instagram or. Uh... Tag along or whatever hell else there's, there's the kids Love tag along. <laughs> I mean, I just I stopped at Twitter. I was like, I'm done. Tap, boom. Yeah, I do. I do Instagram, uh, TikTok. People will send me funny TikToks, which is fine. But I feel like for me, like I'm not going to start one because it's not. I don't think it's pertinent to the website or the radio show or anything professional. And so it just would wind up being like a time suck for me. It would just you know, I, I know I miss out on like the latest trends because it's the big app for. Like Twenty somethings. I think it's replaced Instagram in that respect. But I just I can't, I can't do it. I don't have time for it. Not doing it. Texas, go bleep yourself, Patrick. Don't text me, you manual prick. Wow. I don't think you can say last week. Can you? I know. I, 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 I just sort of stopped myself. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know. It was harsh for that, or just like you read it. He was bad. Good lord, man. Texas says he might serve time. These are serious charges. My goodness, Trevor. These. Keep your hope up there. Uh, that's, no, this is like the case here. I'm not going to dive too deeply into it. Does seem to be more, I don't know, intense than the one in New York. It, it does seem because like, well, in New York was nothing but a civil pretty much suit anyway about the with about the stormy, the, the, yeah, stormy Daniel stuff. That's pretty like, much civil stuff. I mean, this one, I looking at some of the <laughs> the 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 discovery that made its rounds today in the entire like it's insane. Like he he completely acknowledges that he knows that this is 
classified information to a staffer. And it's like, I could have declassified it when I was president, but I can't now. And the staffer's like, basically the sta- the transcript, I'm paraphrasing, he's like, whoops. He's, he's like, you can't say that. Uh, and like, it's just, it's it's not a great look. I, listen, I get, I'll, everybody hates Trump, but I'm not saying I'm, I'm a fan or not. But I mean, I, I get you all want to go, to go to prison. I've been hearing it for like, what, six years now? How he's going to go ruin the country and go to prison. Everybody's moving to Canada, yada, yada. Uh, he's yeah, just let it let it let let it go. Let let him just go retire in his, his you know. I mean, he is the first federally and, charged ex president in the history. Of the is country. he the first? Yeah. Was it Nixon charged or did he? Just, I know he got because no. boy, he no federal charges. No, no federal charges. This is the first time, and it does set up a very. Well, Glenn was was found guilty of perjury, though. I mean, that's an, is that not a federal charge? Say what? When Clinton was was, was no. but he committing perjury is not a federal charge. He was not. No, he was not indicted. Uh, I mean, this is a, it sets up a, I mean, again, I don't want to dive deeply into this, but it is just to lay the foundation. It's a fascinating deal in American history where you've got, I mean, he is by a wide margin, the front runner to once again, be the Republican nominee for president a year from now. That's great. No, that's, and with federal charges now being brought against him, it means that Joe Biden, his likely opponent in the race, I mean, it is going to be his opponent in the race is in charge of prosecuting him. Like, like <laughs> That's where Nixon got the favor. He had he had a Republican that relieved him. Yeah, yeah, and they got pardoned. He, like, so we're going to have, this, this isn't going to be resolved quickly, I can't imagine. We're going to have Donald Trump, while defending himself from federal charges, <laughs> being pressed by Joe Bar- Biden's government, running against Joe, Joe Biden, Biden in a presidential election. <laughs> now, Eugene Debs did once run for I president mean, while <laughs> from jail. Who it, did? There, Eugene Debs, back in the day. There is precedent here. When, when, when did he run? When was this? Like 18? Oh, no, the 20s, I think. 20s, uh, okay. I, I think that you can, like, technically, and they've, people have already looked at it, you can be president and govern from prison. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not kidding. Like, you well, can, wasn't Marion Barry in prison when he was mayor of, like, Washington? Uh, I don't know. Because he's indicted on crack charges. I know that. He was facing charges for sure. <laughs> yeah, he was on film buying it. <laughs> but like, let's say let's say you're wrong, and and Trump does wind up serving some sort of jail time. These charges, they I think they do bring you know, decades worth of, of charges. You could potentially serve like 20 years in prison for it. Let's say he does serve some time. He could technically be president from jail and run the country from jail. <laughs> I mean, sadly, I kind of want to see it. <laughs> I don't know why. It'd be an experience. Yeah, I mean. Like the old Darren Ravel, like, I, I, I weep for our country, but this is incredible content. Like, that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of where I'm at, yeah. Because, I mean, let's be honest, I mean, his president's really not going to affect me a whole lot, really, so at least I'm getting the content out of it. Yeah, I think the time, because Debs ran for president like like five times. I think the time where <laughs> For five times? Dude, give the, it up. The time where he ran for president <laughs> when he's from jail was 1920, I believe. He lost to Coolidge. He uh, was was a federal prisoner in jail for sedition. Though What's he pro- sedition? Though he, though he promised to pardon himself if elected. Which is, <laughs> I mean, I could see like Trump doing the same thing where he's like, "Oh yeah, can I you- won't be in jail because when I win, I'm going to pardon myself." Can you pardon yourself? I think so. I know you can bleep yourself, but can you pardon yourself? <laughs> <laughs> can you bleep yourself? Uh, uh, yeah, trust me, you can. <laughs> sedition is like invoking. Like the army to rebel against the government. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. That's the, that's the, the end of our political discussion. Is <laughs> it mad at me that I want to... Now I just kind of want to see Trump win just so he can be in prison as the president. I mean, uh, see that or Biden wins and we get a president from like the nursing home. I mean, they're both... I mean, they're either way they're going to be, yeah, being overlooked by, uh, by people and told where to go and when to go to sleep. 
Texas, you said let him retire. The dude is literally running for president, and he shared classified documents, <laughs> stored them in a bathroom, LOL. I mean, they, like it is, again, it's like some of the classified documents were about a potential plan to invade Iran. And he's, these documents are sitting next to people at Mar-a-Lago parties that are like, where you are in there, they're like dancing next to him on a ballroom shelf. Right next to highlights. It's like, <laughs> it's go like through them if you want. What are you going to do? I mean, were, were they really like, how, how, like, That's what it, I mean, these are, yeah, very classified documents. Do they have like, is like the code for like the nuclear weapons in there somewhere? Or? I don't know about that. I mean, I'm sure, I'm just wondering how classified, like, are they just like, you know, Mary Todd Lincoln's like, you know, peanut butter recipe, or is it just like an actual, like. Something of like importance. I, Not I mean, that that wouldn't be clearly important. potential plans to invade Iran are are pretty important. So, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like they, so the 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 big difference is it's not just that he took the documents. It's like they were trying to get them back for a year, and the, most of the charges stem from the fact that he apparently was trying to covert, like, like pretty obviously, not give things back and hide what he had. Like Biden had documents. Okay. Mike Pence had documents. Apparently, this happens with when people leave the office or you know, are, are in office. People take their work home. Yeah, and, and yeah, the government comes to them and says, "Hey, we need these back." The National Archives says, "We need these back." Pence and, and Biden are like, "Cool, here you go. Here's the stuff back." Whereas Trump is like, "No," and, and so they finally they subpoena him. His attorneys are like, "We did a search the entire place, searched everywhere. Here's what we found, and it's like very few documents." The FBI has that raid a few months ago, and in like. 20 minutes, they find 15 times as much stuff as, as, as what they gave them, which leads them to believe that there's been a, a cover-up here, an active attempt to try to not give stuff away. And that's where most of the charges are. He could have just claimed he forgot. He just took them home, read them on the john, and just left, left them on the sink. Who, has, who hasn't done that amongst us, I right? didn't know those were sitting on that ballroom <laughs> stage. I, I didn't know those were in the closet. Come in. Let, here, take, let me take your coat. Would you like to see that confidential document? And then you've got staffers now like saying, like, oh, yeah, he was like, yeah. He's like, those classified documents over there, I'm not supposed to have those. So it's uh, <laughs> That's where I left them. <laughs> it's a weird thing. It's, it's definitely weird. Texas Mike, how do you feel that I just made you have to pay a huge fine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying it. Thank you. He's <laughs> probably happy. Texas says, what's scary is so many people still blindly support Trump. Now, now, see, now we're deep diving into the weeds now. Okay, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going against either one. I each his own, but I'm just, I'm just being a curious. Texas, uh, honestly, there aren't, these aren't even the most concerning legal cases for Trump. I, you're going to go to the Georgia one, aren't you? Yep. The, the election interference in Georgia where he's on tape threatening the election commission. Yeah. Uh, I won't read the rest of the text. Um, Texas, the question of if you can pardon yourself is an open question, but the leading legal scholars do not believe you can pardon yourself. Oh, well, see. But do they believe if you can bleep yourself or not? That's the question. Texas says, Joe Biden had documents. Trump was president. By definition, they are declassified. Mike, we know your leanings. You think logically here this is a disaster. Again, it's not about having the documents. Biden gave them back. Pence gave them back. Trump actively tried to not have them up. And we now know via the, the transcripts that are out in this thing, that he, they were not declassified. He had them when he was not president. He said to his aides, I can't declassify these now. And his aides are like, whoops, that's a problem. And then they laugh, and then that's that's it. Is there, is there like a like a, like a, a, a written law, rule of what can be considered classified, not classified? I'm sure there is. And, and how many declassified documents do we have in this country? Oh, Trevor, I, mean, I, I, I don't know why you think <laughs> I would have the answer to that do question. Do we need that many secrets, really? <laughs> 
We got a lot. <laughs> Texas said, would you rather have uh, Kentucky's roster or Louisville's roster for this upcoming season? This is a fair question. In football or basketball? Basketball. Okay, football, I'm taking Louisville's anyway. They can have Dennis Leary. In football. No, we're beating this year. I and maybe it's me just buying into the Brom hype way, oh, I'm, way I'm, too much. I bought. bought. I kind of feel like I'd rather have. I got stock. I got timeshare. I've got. I've got. I've got. Yeah. I, I've got. I bought a a tree in in in, in Israel. I, I bought so much into this. Now I'm the opposite of a lot of Louisville fans who I feel like they're trying to downplay Devin Leary at this point. I think Devin Leary's really good. I think he'll be really good for Kentucky uh, now that they have you know, the, the old offensive coordinator scheme back. Please him stay healthy, but yeah. Yeah, if, if he can stay healthy, that's for Always sure a big, it's a concern. You, know, you can say about anybody, but yeah. Basketball, though, I mean, it, it, it's a legit as it stands Wait, right now. Let's say how's a legit we question? Who, we don't know who they're going to add. We don't know. I mean, they've got seven players right now. Five of them are, are, are really good freshmen, but they're freshmen, and two of them are sophomores who barely played last year. I th- I, I still think, and this is a turn in your UVL fan card. I'd probably take Kentucky's roster, but like they're not in a good spot right now. Like, they're they're in some of these early top twenty five, some of these early bracketologies because people expect John Calipari to do something with these last six scholarships that are going to bolster their roster, and I think that's probably going to happen, whether it's Kaluma or some or a couple other guys. But man, like, like as it stands right now, like it's I don't think there's even a pause to this. How can you how can you not say you'd switch it when like three of the guys on Kentucky's roster a little begged for? No, that's what I said. Oh, like, yeah. I, I would take Kentucky, but I don't think it's like a it, it's not as much of a no brainer as I would have thought. Two months ago, like I thought they were going to have at least some of the productive players from last year's team back, or at least some of the transfers that were out there, considering them into the fold. Instead, it's like right now they're just five freshmen. <laughs> what are we? <laughs> I mean, we've got Trey well, White, we who's a proven player. We got yeah, Scott right, Clark, yeah. who's a sophomore. Mike James played last year. We don't view him. I mean, no, the, the, the question is, is like, well, the, the roster is this? Does it matter which roster you have if you don't trust Kenny Payne? No, I mean that, that's the thing. We're yeah. talking just roster. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I couldn't. I would. I, I couldn't say. I'd, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say switch. Yes, because like I said, two of those guys, Bradshaw and and Wagner, we were just willing to give up our left foot for. Because let's say let, let's say you've got Rick Pitino coaching this team. I think then a lot of more people are putting Louisville in their early top forties, maybe not top twenty five, but they're they're saying there could be an NCAA tournament team. I think a lot more Louisville fans would look at this and say, I think we can be an NCAA tournament team. If you had Rick Pitino coaching both rosters, then I think it becomes. Uh, it, it, I still think it's Kentucky, but I think it's at least worth discussing. Like how much more he could get out of this than we're worried that Kenny Payne can't. I mean, if it's Pitino, I would think. I mean, I'll take. Either. I didn't matter to me because I, I, I think Pitino would beat the best out of either one. Yeah, so it's. So you'd, you'd still lean Kentucky. I'd pro- probably. I guess I don't. Pitino's never really been a fan of freshmen though, and they are loaded with them. So I would take Kentucky, but I think it's. I mean. I don't know. They're going to be a fascinating case study next year for yeah. sure. Well, uh, we talked they about are, the they usually the are on year to year basis, are not? Are they not? But they've never been. It's never been like this. They've almost always had at least a couple of of veterans, and in recent years, they've had big time transfers that have helped out that have been experienced college players. And again, they'll probably will get there. They're going to land a couple of guys before we get out. They're just not going to be the. Hunter Dickinson type impact players that I think we all assumed they were going to get, and I think we also assumed that they were, they were going to get some players from last year's team back. I mean, Antonio Reeves, I, uh, up until a month or so ago, I I didn't realize that he was even thinking about 
coming back to college, but not coming back to Kentucky. Um, Shibway was was in the fold for a while. You just and now it's just you're kind of sitting there, and it's the the Will Smith, the the GIF, and once again in the in the empty room, being like, "What the hell happened?" <laughs> Is that one better than the Travolta though from Pulp Fiction? I don't even know what that is. But we've well, talked over he's looking back and forth, and no one's around. We've, we've, oh yeah, that's yeah. And now I know exactly. <laughs> what you're talking about. The gift Hall of Fame, right there. We got to go break. We talked over the top of the. Hour. I promise, no more politics moving forward. I blame the text line; they got us onto it. But we will talk about maybe even more divisive, at least in Shelby County, the Shelby County High School baseball story, which has. It's got me transfixed. I have no idea what you're talking about. That makes it even better. We're going to dive into that after the break. We'll take some more text from you guys as well. Hour number two of the Mike Rutherford Show is next here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. Got two hours left here. Thoughts on the text line, 502-414-1450. The Thornton's text line. Uh, we've got to go into this this Shelby County bit. You okay over there? It's just the power of love. Just stroking out on the power of love. I, I, I never can think of not to hear that song. I think of like when when Flea and uh, uh, Anthony Kiedis from, uh, pull up to him in the truck, Marty at the end of Back Future, like, you want to race, Marty? And they're jamming the power of love. <laughs> like, like, come on, man, go! Like, all, all tough in the back, like, the power of love! I'm like, <laughs> who did that? <laughs> uh, we, we, we need to talk about this Shelby County baseball. Okay, I need to learn about it. So, I mean, coincidentally, as we started the show, Shelby County was winning in walk-off fashion in the state semifinals over Apollo. So they'll play tomorrow, 7 p.m. in the state championship game. Uh, They'll play either Whitley County or Henderson County. So they're in the midst of this just dream run to potentially the state championship. But now you have this story. And let me start off by saying this. So This is via John Bull from Wave 3. The story is, I've seen all the complaints from people, it is very hard to follow. And I think what's happening here is, Typically, when they when news stations post stories online, the story is just the script that they've used for their their television story, their visual story, and sometimes some of the stuff doesn't translate. But this one, you've got a lot of family members, and it's just it's very very hard to follow. But I'm going to do my best to kind of explain uh, what's going on you here. Really intrigued me here a little bit. So the there are a number of things going on. The main one though stems from. The Shelby County versus Collins High School rivalry game earlier this year. Shelby County, when I was growing up, used to be the only high school in in Shelby County. Now you've got Collins out there, and it's become a a pretty significant rivalry. It starts with this guy. His his name is John Carroll. And he apparently has a son who plays for Collins High School and another son who's a teacher and a coach at Shelby County High School. So he's at the Collins versus Shelby County game. His son, who's a player for Collins, hits a grand slam. Okay, good. He's celebrating. Understandable. It's his kid, right? He's celebrating. He, he's going nuts. Now, yeah. th- there's some dis- debate over whether or not he was celebrating on the field or in the stands. 
Regardless, How can that did be debate. It's pretty obvious whether he's on the field or in the stands. He, I mean, he's saying watch the video. I don't know. Maybe you know, baseball stadiums. Sometimes there's a little bit of a debate over where the the field ends in the stand. You know, you have open areas. Uh, but anyways, mm-hmm. he's celebrating his son, who's a teacher, whose name is also John Carroll, but he goes by Jonathan and a coach and a coach goes after him, storms at his dad physically, goes after his dad, charges him. John Bull asks him, your son charged you? And he says, yes, he did. Very disheartening. Very heartbreaking. I don't know what happened to him. I've never seen that part of him in my lifetime. He charges me. Umpire tries to get in his way. He shoves the home plate umpire two, three times. And the next thing I know, two deputy sheriffs go through the gate to try to corral him. The next thing you know, Carol, the father, is being walked off the field by two deputies and being thrown out of the game. He gets to the parking lot. All of a sudden, after that, Jonathan's mom, who I'm assuming they have, he and the parents of these two kids have, have, have divorced, Jonathan's mom grabs me by the back of the shirt, turns me around, sticks a finger in my face, and says, if you had any decency, you would not cheer for one son over another. Jonathan's wife, the, the teacher, the coach, teacher slash coach, his wife now enters the fray. Carol says, she's threatened to kill me. She threatened to put a bullet between my eyes. Wait, wait, so wait, wait, the, 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 the mother-in-law threatened to kill hit the, the, the Shelbyville coaches? Well, this would be the daughter-in-law. Daughter, okay, so daughter-in-law threatened to kill... The dad. The dad. The dad, yeah. Okay. The, the dad who was celebrating her brother-in-law's home run. That sounds like they, they married properly. So people are getting... Jonathan, the... Again, this is the teacher slash coach son. Has been charged with harassment, disorderly conduct, and menacing. His wife. Wait a minute, I was like, the wife did the harassment. His wife has been charged with harassment, disorderly conduct, menacing, and terroristic threatening. <laughs> Jonathan's mother, John's ex wife, has been charged with harassment and disorderly conduct. They tried to go get their side of the stories. They're all represented by the same attorney, Bart McMahon, who's a big name in, in this area. That can't be ethically right, ethical, right? Can, they? can you ethically. Can, well, all three are being again. These are all three who are kind of on the same side. Okay, these are the three who attacked the the John Carroll, the gentleman. They're oh yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah, you're right because it's the ex-wife. You're right. Okay. Bart says we deny the allegations and believe they'll be exonerated in court. It was an odd family dispute that spilled onto a ball field. Now they've all been banned from any Shelby County public high school athletic event for the remainder of the school year. Okay, and. The, the guy who you know, claims he's being attacked or was attacked says, how can I be suspended? I'm being attacked by my son, threatened to be killed by my daughter-in-law, and I get grabbed by my ex-wife. Why am I being punished? The, 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 the sad thing is his son is like a star for the Shelby County team. He's pitched 36 innings of scoreless baseball in the playoffs. He's, the dad's gotten to see none of it because of all you, this. Where, yeah, where was the kid? Was he still rounding third while this was going on? Imagine being that kid. Like that's just I feel worse for the kid than anybody. Imagine how awkward Thanksgiving's going to be. I mean, I, I can't imagine they're doing it together. <laughs> I assume that the the ex wife is going to be hosting the Jonathan side of the family. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait till we find out this all stems from the fact that the dad wanted to open his presents on Christmas Day and the rest were Christmas Eve. Now the story it takes a hard left turn right in the middle by also pointing out that during this game. A Shelby County coach told an um, uh, an umpire whose wife had just died, quote, I know you buried your wife on Monday, but you can't be this bleeping terrible. <laughs> that's all. I mean, that's that's horrible. It's the worst part of the whole story to me is it, it just, just. I mean, is there really a good part of the story? No, but that is completely <laughs> above harsh. and beyond. That's, that, that's awful. 
Um, but they're they're filming the story, John Bull and the John Carroll guy. And in the middle of, of sitting there, someone comes up and starts like yelling at, at this guy. And John Bull says, you're being heckled by a dude right now. Are you hated that bad that this guy comes out in Louisville and heckles you? And Carol says, yeah, that's how it's been. The heckling continues all the way to the end, turning on me. The guy says, John Bull, get the truth. He's lying. I, I mean, this is... I mean, what? Uh, first of all, the oldest son, big time wrong. I mean, you, 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 you. I mean, I don't care if he is on the field celebrating. You don't, you don't need to be charging him. I mean, let let security take him off the field if it bothers There's you. There's got to be something more going on here. Yeah, there right? is some kind of like I didn't get enough love as a child in this relationship type thing. Or I mean, like the, the 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 older son feels like his parents' divorce is the dad's fault. The dad did something. And they now, share the same mom. I wonder. What do you mean? The the two kids. Oh yes, th- th- they do. Okay. The, the player kid and the coach kid have the same mom. Okay. I'm assuming the, the the coach kid just feels like he you know probably taking the mom side. They hate the dad for other reasons. Yeah, there's and it, clearly and the dad was probably problem. being a little bit overzealous by celebrating like his son's team getting a and but still you don't need to, to charge him and, and then if you're the the daughter-in-law you don't need to say that you're going to shoot him in the face now i mean seems a little bit over the top. people yell stupid stuff when they're heated I, that's that and in the middle of all this shelby county potentially going on a state title yeah. run <laughs> and the ex the the ex bit out there yeah i mean i hate i mean i hate to like the domino effect probably starts with the the coach doing the charge though like yeah you just yeah, I'm not. Dad's being a D. Just kind of let him be a D. Yeah, exactly. And just tell security. Just tell. This is, yeah, tell us. There's cops. I'm sure there because it's a it's a it's a high school event. But get him off the field. I mean, it's not to mention. I mean, why should that's also your little brother too? Even if you're coaching against him, exactly. I mean, he's, you should have some kind of, you know, what's uh, not that uh, bittersweet? I get bittersweet. Yeah, bittersweet. You know, for him doing it. And yeah, it's that's that's yeah. I'd, I I don't know if he and, and, and short of him like running onto the field like doing the base run with the kid, like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's like when Hank Aaron hits the, the, the seven hundred fourteenth home run, the two hippies come and run on the base. Like short of that kid, like the dad doing that, like I can't see why the uh, the the, uh, the 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 originals, the coach son, yeah, he should be. Um, I, I'm not saying he should lose his job, but he probably should be suspended. And I'm watching the video. Be concerned, the ex-wife probably has him addicted. He is probably addictive towards him and. You're right. The, the, his wife is going to take his side, and clearly both of them have a slight temper to begin with. It looks like uh, so. <laughs> looking just looking at the video, and you, you you can see like there's still images of the, the the coach son going nuts. It's like looking like he's he's losing big old I have to look this big video old dip up. in his mouth, and he he's going nuts. And like the I'm assuming his wife is screaming as well. The only video you see of it is they've got one of those standard you know behind home plate cameras where it's just kind of a still camera i'm sure so you can live stream the game and watch from wherever yeah. but the you see the coach like charging out of frame and the umpire trying to hold him back that's the only thing that you see from this whole deal but i mean grown ups do i know this is not a, a new take or anything but i mean adults just ruining kids sports has become an epidemic i know it was like there were times when i was growing up where it happened and it was it was just obnoxious, and I it was use the word adults very loosely with the with these two. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just this should be about the kids. There should be no distractions. Shelby County having a run to the state championship. This is something that these kids are going to remember for the rest of their lives. They shouldn't be dealing with parents, especially family members in this case, getting in fights during the game and then taking it to the parking lot and now having you know the law get involved. That's just 
It's how, all, how old is so the, the, the coach, the 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 charge the charge? He's in his twenties, thirties. Judging by the, the picture, he looks like he's probably like 24, 23, 24. Well, so he's still yeah, I mean he's yeah, still not the most mature as well. I mean, I was doing stupider stuff at twenty four probably. I can see mate, yeah. So I mean But you take a position coaching high school kids, you have to understand that it's about the high school kids. It's not about you. Like yeah. just I don't care if you're twenty two, I don't care if you're twenty, I don't care if you just graduated. Like, move on. This isn't about you. This is about the kids. Don't be a distraction. And uh, yeah, this is just yeah, it's it's it awful, but I mean, what a story! Well, they have a, a Groupon for family therapy. I just want to watch. See, so I'm watching it now, but I do want to see the, the part of the video where the guy starts heckling him because they show it. They show <laughs> the guy walking up, but I you can't actually hear it because I'm you know, I'm watching on mute. But, It'd be better if he just walked up him like swing bad about it, just give him like baseball heckles. <laughs> John Bull getting the scoop <laughs> as always. The the troubleshooter. That's that's Bull, right? He does the he, he's the guy who goes undercover all the time. He's the one who did the like the, the, the triathlon and stuff, didn't he? Yeah. He's from, big, from Milwaukee, right? Big triathlete. Yeah, Wisconsin. Big, yeah. big Iron Man, big yeah. uh big fisher. Uh, loves loves fly fishing. I played golf with um with Kent Taylor, Kent Spencer, and Greer one time and we were at uh, Charlie Vetner. There's like a little creek. And it's like, oh, Bull came out to join us. I was like, Kent Taylor, just always on top of the jokes. Just funniest guy in Louisville. He's right there. Right, right behind you. No, no, he's he's funnier than I am. He's got a great dry wit. He's very, very. People yeah, always like ask me like, who's the the funniest like actual news guy? I'm like it's Ken Taylor. He's I like the best. Ken. He's the man. I like. <laughs> Can you top these sports trending topics in order? Coach Beard, Todd Marinovich, Kid Rock, bathroom. So mine are. <laughs> it's like my, it? mine are Golden Knights, Panthers, Coach Beard, bathroom, Todd Marinovich. Yes, <laughs> I got Kid Rock slipping in there. <laughs> The Todd Marinovich stuff is, it's funny. What, I feel like I, we were. I, I want to do the, the, old, the old Johnny Carson emblem. What are things that walked into a Shelby County baseball game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, Coach Beard, if you click on it, it's not a spoiler. It's... Okay. Well, I got the ultimate spoiler today, which I was pissed off. Oh, about. no. Yeah, man, have... Like ending spoiler? Kind of, yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's from the last episode. Okay, and, and for if you're wondering, it's somebody. I guess they're comparing Coach Beard to somebody. I guess representing Trump, Jackie Jack Smith. Oh, um, really? Yeah, they saying he look, they look alike. I guess can't do politics name. We 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 hit our politics quota for today. I mean, Jack Smith politics. It's just like it's a just a random can't do names. it. Can't do it. <laughs> I guess Kid Rock's out of question. He's done. And you, I'm assuming you can guess why Todd Murnovich is trending. Yeah, I was going to say. People are I was about catching to say, up to what we talked about I was about to say, ago. we were ahead of the curve yeah. yesterday talking about, uh, two days ago, talking about Baby Gronk and the dad. Cause, so Baby Gronk's dad apparently has done a second interview now. I mentioned the one that he did for Pro Football oh, Scouts. The person went so well. <laughs> and he, he comes out and he says, like definitively, he uses the exact same language that Todd Marinovich's dad, where he's like, you know, he's like, he's a machine. We're built like it's all he does. Like he's an athlete. He's ten years old, but he we have him on a weight program. He does training six, seven days a week. Like we're not even worried about the games. We're more worried about the skill training and all this stuff. And everybody is making the same comparison, where it's like we've seen this story before. It doesn't end particularly well. No, it's never ended well. Maybe just let the kid be a kid. And we- if he wants to go full bore when he's twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Cool. Get him, get him some trainers. He can start doing that, make that his life. But right now, I mean, he's he's been doing this since he was in kindergarten. He's ten years old. Like, yeah. He's had no childhood. Yeah, I mean, he almost. I mean, never. Even whether it be sports or acting. I mean, how often? I mean, how, how many can you child actors can you name with the, the, the sob story? Whether they turned out to be good later on in the end, maybe in some cases. But 
Well, off the nod, it's just like, ooh, what happened there? Right, just yeah. I mean, yeah. Do we need do we need a Drew Barrymore uh, conversation over here? I mean, it's there's so many of them. Yeah, yeah it's just that's why I just I, that's why I have this like I said it you know when we brought this up the other day I was like I just had this really bad fear like I could see us in like 10, 15 years you know trending is the mugshot of this kid because he got caught you know trying to solicitate. You know, solicit drugs or something somewhere off the street corner. Especially, like, I mentioned I've got a friend who lives in that part of the country, and he said he works with somebody whose kid plays on Baby Gronk's team, and they're like, he's not that good. I mean, his dad was a apparently a very average high school athlete, which like, would – Like ball, pretty much. Which w- would lead you to believe that, like, you know, based on genes, DNA, and all that stuff, like, he's probably not going to be an NFL-caliber player. He's probably going to be a kid who, you know – Stops growing relatively early and might be a good high school player, could even play college. But there's a 99.9% chance that this kid doesn't play in the NFL. And that's fine if he knows that. But when you've, you're getting all this attention, you know, to the dad understands that. The dad seems to, to get that this is just he's building a brand, he's getting attention, he's making money off this. And that's fine. That's all well and good. To the kid, he's probably thinking, I'm a guaranteed future. Hall of Fame NFL player. Oh yeah, like I, like my mind is focused on one thing, and it's playing professional football until I'm deep into my 30s, making a living doing that, and being famous for my entire life. And when it becomes clear that that's not going to happen, maybe when he's 15, 16, 17, or God forbid, a little bit later, however many years old, like it's going to do some crazy things to his psyche, and it's going to be very tough for him to overcome. And the dad gets full blame for that. Like you just you're setting himself up for some really hard years that he didn't need to have. So you saying the kid should be more honest with them, like Rudy's dad? <laughs> I think you should tell yeah, him. Yeah, I'm loving this one. Bring out the lawyer degree. You're gonna need no, it. No, <laughs> you say go for it, but you need a backup plan. You need to do other things. You, you, there's a very large chance that you're not going to make it. Dreams are good, but mm-hmm. you, you don't tell him dreams suck and you should work in the mill for the rest of your life because that's all you're good for. Let me know when you're done with that shovel over there. <laughs> It's not the same thing. I'm I feel good on the I'm done. I'm Alan Costanza. I'm heading out of here. No. <laughs> get Coco the get Coco in here to finish the show. We need you, you need some in between between baby Gronk's dad and Rudy's dad. You, you need a you need a hybrid there. I'm assuming that's not the dad from Shelby County though. It, no, you you don't need that either. Was that was the coach? Does he have a kid? I have no idea. Okay. No clue. I will all I know about this is are, are the facts from the story that John Bull wrote. <laughs> he has a continued out there throwing menacing menaces as well, yelling, threatening the, the grandpa. <laughs> a four-year-old was also arrested and sent to juvenile detention center <laughs> for picking up a bat and trying to beat the father with it. Um, no, I, I don't know anything about that. The, 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 honestly, the worst part is just tossing in the fact that a coach said that thing to the umpire whose wife just died. It's like, that guy's That's the harsh. one who deserves Yeah, throw that guy in jail, too. If we're just throwing charges out everywhere, press that guy with something. I thought I had road rage. Charge that guy with something. Well, I mean, you get charged by other than being just kind of a, a D-bag. I mean. D-bag should be a federal crime. I've been saying that for years. It's not a federal crime. <laughs> At least state crime. <laughs> Put him in jail. I'd love to just see the court case. Well, Your Honor, one count of being a D-bag. The language used in this. <laughs> Echoes the language used by D-bags across this country. Therefore, he needs to spend at least two nights in What's jail. What's the thing? I don't know. I don't know what I, I can't define it, but I'll know when I see it. Yeah, we just need to yeah, <laughs> make that happen. Let's get on that AI. Have a D-bag detector. 
All right, let's take a break. I know we had a short segment there because we talked over the top of the hour. We'll come back. Uh, we'll take some text from you guys. We'll talk a little uh, football recruiting ahead of this weekend. JoJo Stone and company in town. Ten players making their trips to UofL uh, to visit Jeff Brom and company from the 24 class. They were focused on 25 last week. Now it's the 24 class. We'll discuss that as well. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Happy Friday to you here on 1450 and at one point, so I need to know all this stuff. The U of L men's basketball team was visited by Governor Andy Bashir today. Oh, how doubt could they meet him? But, but, but now, see, now I'm playing both sides. People were mad at me for you know being critical of, of a guy being hit with 38 federal charges. I didn't get a run from that guy. Andy Bashir rocking a blue suit. Does he not have any other color? <laughs> Wasn't the base suit like a, like a national scandal? Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> this picture that he has with the team, by the way, two things. Hilarious. Dennis Evans, his face is hilarious. He's in the background. I don't even know how to explain the face he's making, but it looks, it looks like he doesn't know how to smile. I, I could not love him more. Also, Sky Clark, smiling. <laughs> Sky Clark could not be more in front of Danilo Yovanovich. Just completely blocking him in the picture. He's standing directly in front of him. Which Poor is, Dino. Danilo just can't catch an early break, but no. uh, he's he's going to be fine. But that's the that's the picture. Wait, why why are they going to why, why is the governor going to see the team? Talking to him, just giving a little speech, firing him up. You guys can do year. it. We can win more than four games next year. <laughs> I believe that you can win more than four games. I mean, don't you get to meet? I thought you had to like do something good to meet the governor, well, or a mayor, he's or a, like a high political office. Well, when you when you win four, you don't get invited there. Like you don't get to go to the governor's mansion. They come like, you win four games, you should like be able to meet like the comp comp troll. That's like the only thing you it's should. More meet. of an outreach program. More, I mean, this, you got four. What political office do we get? You get to meet uh, the mayor of Briarwood. <laughs> that's, that's who you get to meet. You you want to meet somebody else? Win more than four games. The runner up for <laughs> J Town City Council would like to would like to see. Yeah, here he is, Chubby Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Who's our guy? Who's the jailer? Uh, oh, uh, Big Josh. Big Josh. Big, <laughs> Big Josh only meets James. having a Big Josh. Big Josh wanted to come on the show. I, I know. I, I kind of I forgot about it on Facebook. Well, we, we also got lost in the fact that like Big Josh's predecessors wasn't exactly the most splendid history of like ethics run by that place. Well, that's why Big Josh is cleaning stuff up. <laughs> yeah, he has to. He's making it all happen. I think the, the unfortunately the, the Big Josh coming on the show also had to happen to coincide with. Football and basketball playing at the same time, and then Scott Satterfield retiring, yeah. like leaving abruptly. There's a lot going on. 
if Big Josh wants to come on the show today, we can we we can carve out some time for Big Josh. Yeah, I'm still waiting on that hypnotist. I mean, you and me both. <laughs> what was the other thing we know we were gonna do? I got a bad taste in my mouth from the hypnotist who was like just was like offended that I even asked that I wanted to do this. <laughs> He's like, "How dare you?" It's like an affront to his profession. I was like, well, I'm, you're a hypnotist. This is what I want you to do. I don't take. He's a hypnotherapist. I can't be with somebody I don't take what they do seriously. You're a cashier. Little <laughs> Seinfeld reference there for you. I've got so so. I'm now. I'm just now checking my mentions on Twitter, and I'm seeing people are responding. There are significant <laughs> thoughts to this this Shelby County baseball story on. Of course, Twitter. there is. This situation is being severely misreported on, and it's a disservice <laughs> to all parties. It's violated this special season for the Rockets. We should let the kids play in the championship and leave this for adults to handle themselves. Blowing this up now is completely irresponsible. By talking about it, isn't that blowing it up? I mean, they've. I mean, I think it's it's not on us for for talking about it. I think it's on them for keeping it going. Yeah, the you, adults for. If you don't want to talk about, it, don't comment on it and don't give it any any light. It does suck, but yeah, but the teams aren't being punished, are they? Well, clearly not. I mean, the Shelby County is playing for the state championship yeah. tomorrow. I mean, which th- there's no reason they shouldn't be, but I mean, the kids didn't do anything wrong. Like the kids, like st- like became like you know a, a disco night or ten cent beer at Cleveland in 1977 over here. Like there's a riot going on. They take away the championship for like trashy behavior. Like, <laughs> we're not all, you're not allowed to be the state champion. <laughs> you forfeit the championship game because this story got some attention. I mean, they got like like the mugshot of like the mother-in-law like up in the stands. <laughs> I guess the game just ended where they won in the state semifinals, and I guess people are being alerted to the fact that this is because I'm just getting blown up now. This was very poorly written, and there's more at hand in the situation than what's told in the article. It paints one side as if they were out of control, and there was no reason for the conflict. Context is key. Well, I mean, did he charge? I mean, who's? Being, I mean, it doesn't seem. I, I feel like both sides are being painted kind of. Can we agree that poor regardless choices? of what happened, we shouldn't be threatening to kill people in parking lots over celebrations? Seems seems like an error in judgment. <laughs> I'm not. Much, I'm not much of a gambling man, but I'm going to put a couple of dollars. Says the 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 threat on his life probably stemmed from a lot more than just a baseball celebration. I think you're probably right. I'm also <laughs> willing to bet. I don't have to be Freud to like look into this one. I'm also willing to bet a lot of money that there's no like winner. Like I don't think there's a good party. I don't think there's a right <laughs> no, side or a wrong side. Either, yeah. I think both sides probably are pretty in the wrong here. Except for the kid at the home run, he's pretty good. Love that kid. He didn't do anything wrong. Just keep tearing it up, buddy. Like, what happened when he got home? Like, <laughs> had to have been the most awkward ride home. <laughs> Hopefully he's able to drive. Because if not, yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> it just had to have been the most, the weirdest. <laughs> like, so your mom's a bee. <laughs> Dad, stop. Your brother's not that cool either. <laughs> You're the only good thing to come out of that one. This is why every county should only have one high school. <laughs> Imagine the competition to make the Jefferson County basketball and baseball and football teams. <laughs> a lot of good athletes. Well, out there no, worst out worst part was if he, if he had, that was like weekend with mom. Like he had to ride home with mom and the and the, and the other and the older brother. Like, <laughs> like, do you want to tell me what the hell happened out there? I'm over here. Some of her rounding the bases. Next thing I know. Dad's getting beat up. Or mom's getting arrested. Yeah, mom's well, getting arrested. I was supposed to go home with her. I, should I ask dad for a ride? What, what happens now? Hopefully that kid's got really good friends. I, I would just hope, just spend some time with the friends. Just ignore the family. Yeah, go, go, You'll be fine. go stay with grandma. You'll be out of high school soon enough. You can move on. Have a good life. <laughs> Is there any other kids in the family? Hopefully not. <laughs>
right, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. We'll take some some text from you guys. I'm skipping over all the political text, I promise. I'm We've moved on outside of the, the, the Andy Bashir stuff. TJ Walker <laughs> did say, oh, no, not sophomore Scott Clark, <laughs> which I was just saying. Can someone get him a tissue? I think he may have beat himself a little. <laughs> I, I was not saying that we have a roster to be feared. I was just saying Trevor pointed out that our roster was pretty much the same as Kentucky's. I was just pointing out the players who had college experience. Again, I would take Kentucky's roster. I'm on. I, I'm giving you a compliment, TJ, and Kentucky fans listening. I was just trying to point out. The differences. <laughs> Sextra says, what's the deal with that UNC guard that decommitted? Do we have a scholarship left for him? There you go. I mean, we've, we we discussed this yesterday. Simeon Wilcher uh, is a, a kid who was committed to North Carolina up until this week. I think one could probably infer that his decommitment is a direct result of Elliot Cadeau, who we also recruited once upon a time, reclassifying to 2023. He's the number one, had been the number one ranked point guard in the 24 class uh, and is now joining North Carolina for this upcoming season. Wilcher enters the transfer portal. He's visiting St. John's like right now as we talk. He's he's on campus with Rick Patino at SJU, but Louisville is one of the schools that's reached out. There is, uh, I think, some history there between Kenny Payne and, and Wilcher. There's some relationship. Uh, he also has a relationship. He formerly played with McKenzie and Baco, which means Indiana's involved. They feel like they've got a decent shot at him. But to answer the question about whether or not we have a scholarship available the buzz is yes, and, and I'm not saying anything that's been firmly reported on, but I am saying the thing that everybody else is talking about, which is the, the the word that there may be eligibility issues surrounding at least one of the two players who have not made it to campus yet. I think the name that has been talked about the most with these rumors is Tyler Johnson. Corin Davis is, is the other player who hasn't made it to campus yet, but there seems to be a sense that the staff is going after Wilcher because they expect to have at least one scholarship available before we get to full-on practice and, and the, the roster's been solidified. So that's my understanding of the situation as it currently stands. Texture says, it's June 9th. What kind of punishment is banning someone for the remainder of the school year? I mean, school year is over, yeah. It's, I guess it means as long as they're still playing, maybe. I think it's probably yeah, just the, the run. Yeah, I, I mean, Shelby depending on the situation, I would think there might be some suspension for next year as well. I'll, yeah, you, I would hope. I don't know if I'd say fire. I mean, I guess I'd have to see the video, like how how bad it looks. But I mean, I'm I, I, I think people get like or like fire them. I think that's a little knee jerky sometimes with some people's reaction. But like, if it was just like really bad, then maybe maybe he does deserve his job. But um, right now, I would say definitely suspension for even some next year. Maybe the only thing that I really get out of all this is Shelby County, the Shelby County community, high school community. Really hates this dude. Like, 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 really does. The coach like, or the dad? The dad. The, the dad. The, the dad for the Collins player. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. Well, his son also did hit that one against him too, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the, the they very clearly don't like the dad. There's something going on there. But yeah, people are all about my mention saying this stems way deeper than one game issues that they weren't talked about, which we kind of assume. Like this doesn't just happen because like, oh no, my dad is celebrating my brother's home run for the other team. Now I'm going to go after him and my wife wants to kill him and his ex-wife wants to like, this very clearly is more deeply rooted than that. I wonder if he's remarried already. I don't know. (laughs) If so, where's she at? For her her (laughs) sake, I hope not. I hope that there's not another person involved. (laughs) I want as few people involved in this as possible. I don't even want to have a dog. Um, Oh man. Somebody sent me a lengthy text. How lengthy? There's 
two dads. John is Jonathan's dad. We went to school with Jonathan, and I played ball with him. John is a well-known a-hole, probably racist, POS. <laughs> Jonathan's wife and stepson are black. There was a lot of tension with John and Jonathan because of that, and they haven't had a real relationship since. Jonathan's stepson is an eighth grader playing for the varsity team. So they've got some issues. There's a lot going on here. That's yeah, a lot of moving parts. We got a lot going on here, people. Kids can't buy them candlesticks for a gift. Texas, I went to the school uh, with. I went to school with the coach that he's 35. That's too old for to be doing that. No, so the coach is 35. Yeah, yeah. There's no. I, I was going to give you slight pass at 24, maybe for immaturity. But if you're 35, yeah, that's there's no excuse for that. That then it's good for his age. I'll say that. I'd say 35. Then maybe yeah, he probably should be fired because he should know better than that. 35 is too old. To be yeah, 24. I could give him slide a little bit for immaturity, but 35. No, no. That's there's you're done, dude. Texas, in honor of the Florida Panthers winning last night, which defunct Louisville minor league hockey team do you remember the most fondly? The Ice Hawks, oh. the River Frogs, or the Panthers? I saw. I have, I have an Ice Hawks puck and stick in my office right now. The Ice Hawks were my first. That love. was my. I loved it. I still have. An, I have a River Frog shirt. Um, I loved going to, to Frogs games, but Ice Hawks were my favorite. I think they, I think they had the coolest logo. I think it was just the like name. the Hawks, the old Hawks '80s logo. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah, I agree. I do remember. So my my brother Oliver is like. Very like diehard hockey fan. I think I've, I've told this story yeah, last yeah, year yeah. with Avalanche for making the run. He became like a huge Quebec Nordiques fan, fell in love with hockey, which is why I became an Avalanche fan growing up. Uh, his son Charlie was All State at St. X as a freshman this year. He's big into hockey, and so Oliver has just he's always wanted Louisville to become more of a hockey town. And when we were, I think it was when we had the Ice Hawks. Still, they had an exhibition game for the first time here. It may have been when we had the Panthers because the Panthers, the Florida Panthers, were involved in the exhibition, and so Oliver's like. We're going to go. It's a chance for Louisville to see professional hockey. Like, this is incredible. Uh, I think it was like the Panthers versus the Preds or something. And it was a scoreless tie. And it was like the least, like, Oliver was just, like, we're walking (laughs) out, and there's this guy in front of us who was like, no goals, no fights, never coming again. And Oliver was like, damn it. He's like, like, see, I can just see the pain in his eye. When when was it? It was the Panthers, so 2000s, right? I want to say this was like 2000. Yeah. Exactly. 2001, sometime around there. And I, he wanted it to be like a, a great experience that like hooked other people in the community in hockey, and it just did not have that effect at nah. all. It was it was it was a bad moment for him. Is there is there a more like untrue like stereotype of a sport than the hockey fights? You don't see hockey, but like you, you, I mean, I guess it has been cleaned up, and it used to be the stereotype, the stereotype became true because at one time it was probably a problem. But like you don't see like I watched the hockey over this 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 playoff run like. I want to say one game that I see some kind of like even pushing. Now, the, the, this is where the memory is going to hurt you here. You said the exact same thing last year, and then yeah. we looked it up, and there was a lot of fights. Like there's, there are there are fewer fights in the playoffs because guys don't want to. That's get five true, man. And, and that's the only time I'm watching. Yeah, but you still yeah. will see fights in the playoffs. There's, I, I think they're more than you're probably right. You've yeah. probably seen, but fighting's still <laughs> very much a part of the, of the sport. Keep market down, <laughs> June 9, thousand twenty four. I'll bring this up again <laughs> <laughs> next summer when we get into June. It's coming up again. I watched a little. It's like an anniversary every every year on the ninth. I'm gonna bring it. I put a phone reminder on my phone. Where you're like, I was watching the cracking game last night. Here's a thought for you. I'm like, here it comes. <laughs> Don't stop and let well, him go. I, I want to say it was um was was it the pan was it just the recent Panthers Vegas game? Is the game I just watched recently was it was no it was the Stars. Who did the Stars lose to the Stars lost to Vegas? Was- right? Yeah. Did they? Yeah, yeah, Vegas. Okay. Yeah, because Western Conference. Okay. And uh, the game they, they eliminated was got really chippy where they, they ended up having like, and they said like the, the, they only had so many players on the ice because two of them were like kicked out and 
Another one was ejected. It was it was getting really chippy, like pushing and shoving. I didn't see any fights. The games but, get out of hand in the playoffs. You'll still see. Yeah, it. Like, it, the, the one game with the Kraken where the. The abs were up big. I think it was game two or game three. Like that one got shaped. I think there were a couple of fights, it, just because you know, people don't care that much. About yeah, yeah. I think guys. at that point, stars were down like three nothing in the series. It was like seven to two the score at the point that the, the Vegas was up. So, but you're probably right. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I just I, I my stereotype goes to like slap shot when I think of like you know like a hockey game and seeing the fights and stuff. Great picture though of the, the national anthem playing and they're all bloodied up. <laughs> I'm, my, my mentions are just now. I shouldn't even. Is, maybe, is this all from the baseball game? You should be calling the guy son a hero because the dad in the interview is a known racist piece. Like, <laughs> okay. First of all, I'm not saying I'm not condoning racist and being a racist pos. That doesn't also condone the kid, the the, the the son charging him and beating him up in public during a baseball game. Apparently, there'd been a fight. Like the night before, that it made tensions high in this game already, and I guess right before the kid hit the grand slam, Shelby County's coach got thrown out after arguing a call. So everyone was already on edge. This kid hits the grand slam. This guy that people already hate is going nuts and celebrating, and then all hell breaks loose. You know, what bothers me is I feel bad. This kid's probably like regretting hitting a home run. Maybe now he's probably just regretting having his family. I mean, I would. <laughs> Who hasn't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What teenager has every seventeen year old yeah. has that thought? Yeah, at some exactly. Point. I mean, whether they need it or not, whether there are <laughs> charges filed and local news stories written or not, I can't wait till next year. Radio stations discussing his family. Or can't not. wait till the first day of school next year when he gets to write the paper. What did I do this summer? <laughs> Texas says this is really sad. I hope they uh, figure things out, apologize, and work things out. I hope so too. I mean, yeah, I think just go your separate ways. It sounds like that's probably not the best thing to do. Yeah. Uh, Texas says, TJ is on spaces right now trying to be Matt Jones with all this politic nonsense. Does TJ have anything besides a communications degree? Show me your credentials, doofus. What's a spaces? It's the Twitter spaces. It's where you go on and like, you it's like a kind of like a live podcast. You're hosting like a live thing. It's where they made headlines, again, not to get political, but Ron DeSantis went on Twitter spaces to have to announce his run for president with Elon Musk. And they had all these technical difficulties, but like that's you can hold basically a conversation, and people can join and they can talk if you let them in. Like it's just it's like, it's almost like a live call like Facebook show live, K- kind of. Okay, um, but it's called Spaces. It's called Spaces. It's their like live chat thing. It was funny when DeSantis was like on the the Spaces. It, you can see which one of the people that you follow is in there, and it did pop up. It was like Ron DeSantis is on Spaces, and it was like TJ Walker is <laughs> is in there. He was one, he's the only person I follow who was in there. God love TJ. <laughs> I kind of I want to go live to his spaces now. Put him on. Well, first of all, I'm more concerned. Why is he doing spaces while we're on the air? Was he trying to take away ratings from us? Well, after we made the, had the discussion about the two rosters, he was done. Yeah, I mean, actually, I think it's been over the uh, milkshake one hit. He, he texted me during and he was like, "You're taking an L on this one. She's not a one hit wonder." I'm like, "This is not even a debate." If you want to say two hit wonder, I'm I'm good with that. that. Having one other song reach 16. Right after your only hit is not make you. It's he's a one hit wonder. Bossy is absolutely a hit. Okay. Everyone played Bossy back in like oh five oh six whenever that was, <laughs> and it was. I mean, you said number sixteen song in the country is a hit. You cannot say it it's just because it's only two. Doesn't mean that you can say she's a one hit wonder. I can say it. Well, you can be wrong. Don't charge at me. 
Texas says, charge me, bro. Texas Remember says, that guy? Doe Daddies was always a must after a UK night game on the drive back to Louisville. I don't know what that is. What? Doe do Daddies? Doe Daddies. I don't know if that tests Texas for us. That may be a KRC test. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I don't even know what that is. Texas says, we should, ha- we should start having divorced parents attend games the way that we have to accommodate them at parent-teacher conferences. <laughs> parent 1, innings 1 through 4. Break for the fifth <laughs> inning. Parent 2, innings 6 through 9. Any extra innings, no parents or parents with a principal sitting with them. Well, can we assume that the, the ex-wife was on the other side of the stands with, uh, for, the, for the other school? I would assume so. I mean, yeah. I would, I would, I would hope so, yeah. Now, she'd go and meet him in the parking lot, though. I'm, I'm assuming the person who sent that in is a teacher. I didn't know they did that with, with like, divorced parents, where you had to have two separate parent-teacher conferences. I just assumed that the, the parents would have to let bygones be bygones, put differences aside for the betterment of the kid, and show up and, like, have the talk with the teacher together. I mean, I guess you could if you if you really want – if the teacher wanted to, like, be nice, I, I think they could probably work something out. But I think for the most part, yes, most parents, adults – should be able to keep it civil. I say they this. should, but this teacher is I saying. I say this, and I, I guarantee. That I know this teacher so is saying that's not the way it is. Tr- yeah, yeah. This, this teacher is saying we basically yeah. have to accommodate them because they can't be civil in front of their kid, and so we have to. That would suck for a teacher. It's like you're already, I'm sure, dreading parent-teacher conference nights enough. It's taking away your weekend nights. You already spend nine hours a day. with I wouldn't kids. even accommodate them. I'd be like, listen, either one of you show up or neither of you show up. I don't care. He ain't my kid. I could care a little juniors in my class next year again. I feel like there were no, my problem. there were some kids in my class growing up, and I had some friends who had like, divorced parents, and I feel like they were just like, you know, this is your time is six forty five. You know, you can not show up if you want to, Dad, but like we're not having one session for mom and one no. session for dad. I would I, if I was a teacher, I wouldn't put up with that. Well, they shouldn't put up with the student doing it. Shouldn't put up with the parents doing it. They say that they respond and said, "I am a teacher, and this is how we handle the most uh, fractious parents." So I guess, I guess, in specific cases, when it's so bad, still, I mean, God, grow up. You know, yeah, I agree. It's, yeah, it's no. Texas, what would we do for entertainment if parents didn't try to live through their kids and overreact to youth sports? <laughs> God knows what we'd be talking about right now. I, I remember the fair. We'd be on politics. We'd be thankful for them right now at this point. Did you? Did you ever play a sport growing up where there was like a parent fight? Oh, now, now, as 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 a player, as a as my own youth, mm-hmm. no. Working in St. Matthews, I saw some. I had a St. Matthews basketball game where there was a fight in the stands. Yeah, I, we I had to throw. We had to throw. We've had to throw a few parents out of the gym because they were being way too vocal and and over the now not to the point where like they're bringing up like you know dead wives but they're you know just being being un, un, not 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 in proper manner there was a I, I i guess i was in sixth grade so fifth and sixth grade basketball game and i remember i remember the schools like before us, it was a girls game and it was saint Pius versus saint albert and we're going through layup line like we're going they're they're shaking hands we start going through layup line getting warmed up for our game and I, I finish, I hit a layup, I go back to the rebound line, and I turn around, and there's these two dudes, like, roll, like they bump into me. They're rolling around on the ground, like, like choking each other, like, hitting me up my leg. And my dad is like, <laughs> my dad, who's very much, like, very focused, he's like, he's like, just keep going. He's like, keep, keep, keep doing the layups. He's, like, trying to break up the fight, and he's like, just keep going. Keep warming up. Keep, don't, don't pay attention to what's going on. And I remember... As I got older, I had a friend in high school, and I was telling the story, and she was like, "I was on that team." She's like, "She's like that was it was so and so's dad, and she thought that she'd gotten fouled too hard at the end of the game and all this stuff." And I was like, "Good God, it's fifth and sixth grade girls basketball. What are we doing?" I mean, when I was a kid, I remember, I remember my buddies like his his sister and his mom would come to games. They play with me, and 
And I mean, they would be like, you know, vocal, like, but in uh, the most negative because, uh, come on, rep, open your eyes, you know. Yeah. You know, you did your typical stuff. I mean, loud to where you're hearing it, but nothing, you know, vulgar, nothing, you know, nothing bad. I, I mean, like I said, I had, um, I want to say it was, I don't know if you remember, the, he used to play for Ballard, Jordan Whitaker, his dad, Myron. Uh, Myron was my coach several years. Yeah, Myron used to rep with us all the time in St. Matthews, and. Uh, a parent was just going off from the stands. I mean, standing up on the sideline, Myron just finally was like, dude, you're out of here. Like, he teed him up twice. He didn't, he didn't give him a technical. You know, he didn't punish the kid's team. He was just like, you're out. Got to leave. And, yeah, and me and, and someone else had to pretty much escort him out. Of course, I'm like 16 years old, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm already <laughs> the, big, si- though. Yeah. I'm the size of this guy's parents. So, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, I'm pretty much just like, come on. So, but he, and he wasn't the first or last unfortunate parent that we had to had to be like, you know, you're just gonna, you're gonna have to go. And he was, you know, I remember my uncle be like, you just not, you can't, I can't let you come to the game next week. And he was like, I'm taking my kid. I was like, okay, here, you want your money back too? You take it. <laughs> it's like, what do you think? You're hard our feelings. I mean, <laughs> I get that. Like, trust me, I understand. Everybody wants their kid, wants the best for their kid. Everyone's overly defensive of their kid, thinks their kid's the best. And if you see something happen, you, know, you think your kid deserves more playing time, or you think they got fouled or something. It, it's nah. in your like it, it's. It's inherent in your personality to just want to react to that, but like personalities, it's not your destiny. It's a, it's a tendency. You can like we are human beings. We can react. We don't have to just react to our our base instincts. We can look at something, say separate us from animals, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that I, and dumbs. I want to go out there and strangle that official. I'm not going to do it because it's not the best thing for like any party involved in this, especially my kid. So let's just shut the bleep up. I, we can whine about it in the car together after the game or something, but we move on. Like that's just you know, you'd think we'd we'd get to a point where this would be getting better as time goes on, as opposed to getting worse. Because it certainly seems like I mean, you see posts from all across the country about counties putting out statements and saying like, "No tolerance." If you yell at the umpire, you're gone. No, we can't I mean, deal with parents doing this. Like, well, it, it gets to a point where like you can't. You, and that's you sad like, because you, you should be able to like make a three blind mice joke or a, but like now yeah you you should be able to yell stuff at the umpire now again within reason of clean you need to be yelling at an umpire at a little league game though well little league well I mean like I said my buddy's sister come on ref he's getting fouled in there <laughs> but it was all in good fun <laughs> I want to say it was her friend that was refereeing the game <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I tell you what, let's take a break. When we come back, we've got two Lewis City tickets to give away for tomorrow night's game. Uh, we gave away two racing tickets on yesterday's show. Please don't make fun of the refs in charge of the, the pitch. Please don't. Yeah, I did it for the Big X. They told yeah. me to. <laughs> if you get thrown out, do not reference the Mike Rutherford Show or Big X Sports Radio, WXVW. We'd appreciate that. But we will give away two tickets for tomorrow night's match coming up after the break. It's the 5 o'clock hour of the Mike Rutherford Show, and it's next here on 1450 The Big X. Yeah, I love my-
They'd moved into a place they both could afford. He found a nightclub. Five o'clock hour here. Uh, the Friday edition of the Mike Weatherford Show on 1450 and 96.1. The Big X. Happy Friday to you. I feel like this week's been long. Like the last couple. I, I felt have been like short. We had the holiday weekend a couple of weeks ago. Last week, for some reason, felt like it was quick. This week, I feel like it's just dragged on. Oh, okay. It has. No, you, you're not alone on that. I don't know if it's being in the studio OG all week or I don't know. It's, isn't it weird how some of the times like you have sentiments like that and it should be specific to you, but I feel like it become like I, I feel like I've heard a lot of people saying yeah. that this week. Like my wife has said the same thing. We've had friends that have said the same thing. Just for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the weather or. Uh, who knows? But it just feels like this has been a long week, regardless. Because the prior weeks feel like they went fast. I did, yeah, like, just like the last two or three weeks before same. this. Like maybe just May in general went by. Is it because our sports are now pretty much gone? Maybe that's. I, mean, I know we did. We, you know, no we had to the hockey and <laughs> we had the one short week because it was a holiday weekend, and yeah. I guess that kind of makes that Friday feel maybe like it's it gets there a little bit sooner. I don't know. But this week, it just I don't know. It, it has felt like it has been. We also haven't. The show has been. We've done the best we can. We've made our own topics, but there hasn't been a whole lot going on. It's just you're fully in that just desert of sports topics around no, here, at least. And there hasn't been any, you know, a lot of times when that happens and you feel like there's not going to be much to talk about, then bam, you get some sort of big piece of news that people want to talk about. And this week it kind of hasn't been that way. And unfortunately, we don't have like a super regional to get ready for this weekend like UK fans have had or an unset basketball roster like UK fans have had. So I think all of those things have just kind of made this week just drag a little bit. But it's over. We're here. You made it. We're going to have a fun final no, hour. I made it. You, you, you did. You're going to have some Cattleman's tonight? I am. I am getting me some moonshine chicken on order. I call you Cattleman Kelsey. You love that place. I do. It's good. Hey, sponsor the show, Cattleman's. Well, they sponsor the bats. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, well. Sponsor the show, too, then. All the more reason to sponsor the show. <laughs> uh, we got Bats Baseball tonight. We gave away it, – it's a huge weekend at Lynn Family Stadium. We've got Racing Louisville, which we gave away two tickets for yesterday, taking on the San Diego Wave tonight, which features Alex Morgan, the first-place team in the NWSL. I know. The weather's going to be beautiful. It's going to be awesome out there. The weather looks like it's going to be great again tomorrow night as well for an 8 o'clock match, and here's what we're going to do. The first person who can correctly answer this question on the Thornton's text line is going to get two free tickets for tomorrow. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line number. I want to give them to a fan. I want to make sure that they're going to enjoy it. So here we go. First person to correctly answer who Louisville City FC is playing tomorrow. Full name. Oh, I know. At 502-414-1450 is going to win the tickets. Don't say it. I didn't. Without the YouTube cameras, they wouldn't have seen it. First person to correctly uh, answer the question, who is Louisville City FC playing tomorrow at 8 o'clock at Lynn Family Stadium is going to win those tickets? Uh, 502-414-1450. The first answer is not correct. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Someone sent that in again today. I don't know. Did they? I don't. I haven't seen it. I'm just guessing. I didn't have the text slide up. It'd have been funny if they did though. That was yeah. Who was the yesterday's question was the who is the racing Louisville player who's the May player of the month for NWSL, and the first answer that came through was Market Thatcher. I mean, just a, I love a good randomness. Did not win the tickets. No, no. But won our love. But won, won our, our admiration, for won sure. Our, yeah. 502-414-1450. You ever get person, a shirt to the Ghostbusters 2 guy, by the way? And we need to. First person to correctly answer, who Louisville City FC is playing on the text line is going to win two tickets to tomorrow's match. Said it like 30 seconds ago. What? Didn't you say it like 30 seconds before you asked the question? There we go. We, we, have, we have a winner. Okay. We have a winner. 
There, there we go. Uh, sometimes I can't streaming. You're at a disadvantage because you're not hearing it as quickly. Okay, no way. That's a real team. I just saw Memphis 901 FC is the correct answer. Uh, they will come to Lynn Family Stadium tomorrow for an eight o'clock match. Lou City gonna wipe the floor of them. Do we consider Memphis a rival now? I know we're rivals with the Indy 11, and Cincinnati was our big rival before they made the jump to the MLS. But I feel like Memphis should be a rival too. Oh, Memphis should be a rival. Is that one the area code? Uh, I'm assuming. Otherwise, why would it be called that? I'm sure there's a soccer reason. Memphis area code is 901. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of a lazy team name, right? Yeah. I mean, is that the best you can come out? Like, we're in Memphis. How do we – like, because usually you you do a team name with, like, something that's affiliated with the town, right? I guess Slums is not a good name. <laughs> <laughs> Armpit of America. The Memphis eligibility issues. <laughs> the Memphis who hell wants to live here. <laughs> I looked up the, the, the schedule for for, for Lou City to pull that up. And I, we're playing, I guess, a um a, a German team. A German club's coming here for that the event that we're hosting at Lynn Family Stadium. But if you look at just the schedule on Google where it pops up, it just says FCK. Is who we're playing in our our our, our the stand up comedian? I, I glanced at that and I was like, "Well, can't say that on on Google. What's going on? <laughs> like, like, what is this? We got Phoenix, and then we got Bleep uh, coming up on Wednesday. But that is uh, it's it's a German team. FC Kaiserslautern is coming here in two Wednesdays at Lynn Family. What did you call me? But they are known as One Period FCK. I don't know why, but. I mean, Memphis actually sounds like a better 901. Memphis, <laughs> Memphis 901 FC, not looking so bad now. It's like the owner was like a big fan of Beverly Hills 902 and 0. He's like, let's do it. Let's call the team 901. <laughs> I mean, let's go barbecue. Memphis, we're right across the river from Arkansas. The Memphis I mean, baby back ribs. I mean, what's the good place? Is it Rendezvous? I think it's down there. I don't know, but I hear, I hear great things about the barbecue. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's that's. Yeah, go do that. Someone said the Memphis Prop Forty Eight. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I mean, that's got to be better than Memphis Nine Hundred One FC. I feel like the the football club, like not just because Lou City is one. The football, it's more it's more professional. The the SC, it's like soccer club. Come on, it's football. Yeah, even we don't call it football. I don't even like. I'm not a big fan of just the the, the put in the the club, and I don't think it's necessary. I mean, we don't do that for any other sport. But it's just it's a soccer thing. I know, but it's just it's like come on, move on. Do you remember back the, the early not days? My worst complaint though. The, the early days of the, of the pandemic when sports were locked down, we were desperate for any sort of sports, and like Korean baseball was a thing. People would stay up till like one a.m. watching baseball from South Korea, and. Like I, I was shocked. It was, you know, the, the team names were, it'd be like the city and then the Tigers or like the Mariners. I'm like, why is that? And they were like, you know, because America originated baseball, their team names are all based off of like American mascots. Yeah. And I was like, well, why would you do that? I'm like, you know, and then I was thinking, well, we do like Lou City FC, which is not the way that we do most professional sports teams in America. Like it's, it's all based off of. You know, the game being created in Europe and the way that they've titled their teams. I'm like, oh, well, that when you put it that way, it kind of it makes a little bit more sense. But I, I never would have guessed that about South Korea that they would have. Imagine growing up in South Korea and be like, what the hell's a Mariner? <laughs> well, you, I mean, they have been fans of Seattle. I mean, Nintendo owns them since like the '90s. No, well, <laughs> no <that's, laughs> I don't know if that's the way it works, but okay. I feel like somehow that it was like a bad stereotype of racism. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Please don't charge me. 
Uh, let's talk about the, the, the football recruiting weekend that's on the horizon. We talked last week about the fact that oh, yeah. UofL was hosting um, a number of 2025 prospects last week. This week, it's going to be, I believe, 10 class of 2024 members. And the as my internet goes out. So. <laughs> really? It's like, bear with me here for a second as I can't access the te- I can't access anything. The text line or the story that I was trying to get here. But Louisville is going to host 10 members of the class of 2024. The one who's drawn the most headlines so far this week uh, is JoJo Stone because he's a commit to LSU. He's one of the best wide receivers in that 2024 class. Uh, He's shown some signs on social media in recent weeks of of maybe being a reliable option or a legitimate option for UofL. But the fact that he's actually coming here is certainly a big deal. He's not the only player who's already committed to another power conference school who's going to be in town this weekend. Jeffrey Rush, who's a four-star defensive lineman, is committed to Ole Miss, but he's going to be in town as well. He's the number 18 ranked defensive lineman, according to 24-7 Sports, and the number three player in the state of Mississippi. You've also got Derek McFall, who's an athlete from the famous Tyler, Texas uh, high school. He's supposed, I take it back, he was supposed to be here. Tyler Rose. He's not going to be here, but he has narrowed his list of schools to six. UofL, Texas, TCU, Texas A&M, Florida, and Alabama. Um, He's... He plays running back, but he's apparently going to trans- it, it translate to like an athlete, could, could play wide receiver. He played quarterback in high school as well. Uh, he's, he's going to reschedule his visit, it sounds like. Duke Watson, a running back, is going to be here. He's a former commit to Georgia Tech, 5'11", 170 pounds. Uh, he's also visiting Penn State and UCF in the coming weeks, but he will travel to Louisville for his first official visit. The dude rushed for 1,700 yards and 14 touchdowns last season. That's it? Yeah, also catching 184 uh, for 184 yards and four touchdowns as well. Maurice Davis, uh, edge rusher from the 2024 class. He came uh, to UofL back in March for, for an unofficial visit. Now he's coming back for an official visit. He's got 17 scholarship offers. Colorado's gone after him. Texas A&M's gone after him. Uh, he's also made unofficial visits to Alabama and Florida State. Um, he also plays basketball. <laughs> we could use him there. And then uh, Kevin Levy from South Florida. I messed up with be Jeff Brom like recruited a football player to play basketball. <laughs> He's our best basketball player on the team. <laughs> uh, I mean, how fitting would that be? <laughs> Kevin Levy is one of the best players uh, from South Florida who's not committed. He's the number 67 overall athlete in the 2024 class. He's also re- uh, going to take visits to Florida State and Illinois the next two weekends, is considering Florida as well. But he'll be here this weekend again. Great crop of players from the 2024 class who are coming in town. I, I think I mentioned Lakai Rowland, who's a f- teammate of current UofL freshman Adonijah Green at Cedar Grove. He's going to be in town this weekend. He's committed to Maryland, but look, I don't see no ring. That's a lot, <laughs> a lot of these guys that we're so you're going with on this one. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these guys that we're going with, are, you know, we're, we're we're fine with it. So. Big time weekend for Jeff Brom and company. It's great that we've pieced this roster together. I know everybody always wants the kids who are going to be immediate impact guys, the guys who are going to play this fall, but building a foundation for the future is also a big deal, and that's what this month is primarily about. We did it with the 2025 class last week. We're doing it with the 2024 class this week. All good in the hood with Jeff Brom and company. I feel good, good about this. I feel, I feel good about this. And if we're able to flip JoJo Stone, then bam. Sorry, LSU. I mean, LSU is... I don't know how you feel about this. When I think, at least for the last 10, 15 years, when I think wide receiver you, 
I kind of think LSU. They've produced some ridiculous wide receiver talent over the years. Yeah, but the majority of it is like uh, pretty much two of them are on one team. And, and I mean, Alabama's right there with them. I mean, with, Alabama's right there with them for sure. I mean, yeah. I think, I think, Alabama, I mean, SEC in general, maybe, but. I think I think just the, the fact that admitted to the best receivers in the NFL right now, Chase and Jefferson, were on that same LSU team, kind of makes you. I can see where it leads your mind that way. OBJ as well. I mean, you, yeah, I know you sucks. hate him, but you, but you still, I mean, you still think about him. Yeah, talk that's him. Him. He. He. And then uh, Jarvis Landry were the poor man's teammate versions of, of Chase and uh, of Jefferson. Yeah, I mean. Still pretty famous. Still. It was, oh, does that make you good? I didn't realize. Was that. a very good college player for sure. John uh, Carroll's famous now too. I wouldn't say he's good. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's famous either. Hey, didn't you don't have to do something good to be famous? Infamous, maybe. Wasn't <laughs> in the right in the right in the right area. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you still. I mean, you, it does. You're right. You they've mean, had a ton of players yeah, draft. They have. Uh, they've they've had a, a ton of guys who've been all Americans at the wide receiver position. Um, they like you know if you take a wide receiver from them, I feel like you've done something. Pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean they've had ton. I mean, obviously uh, DJ Shark, who you just recently had with the, the Lions, was a former LSU guy. Trinidad Holiday back in the day. Uh, yeah, I mean they've had. I mean, the la- in the last five or six years, they've had a lot of. I mean, probably them in Alabama. Yeah, I mean Alabama's had I think one taken in the first round, like what, like six years in a row. It feels like. Have they really? I mean, well, I mean last year you had. Well, the last two years, I know you have. Yeah, and then you had you know Devont uh, Smith with us and and Waddle with in the year before, and then you had Rugs year before that. I mean, not in the league anymore, but still. Uh, yeah, Jerry Judy. I mean, that's yeah. They they produced a pretty good amount too. I want to see. I wonder who, because ESPN always does that position you for each position. Like because they had us at like five for quarterbacks last year. I want to see who they have as like the number one wide receiver school. It's going to take me twenty five minutes now that the internet's not working and I'm doing the the hot spot. Dude, where I don't know where they would. I could look it up for you if you. If you just Google search wide receiver, who if you Google search who is wide receiver you, who is. Wide receiver. I've got it. Well, jeez, came a type faster. <laughs> They've got. Oh, this is the QBU. We were the, the best QB. I mean, I think we can argue QB a little bit. Well, not probably anymore. It's been too long. So they've got even with with. They have wide receiver U as USC is one, LSU is two, Alabama's three, Oklahoma's four, and Ohio State is five. Wait, is this like recently, or are we talking history? I think they're talking the last. 20 years is what this is for. Because I'm, I'm curious, like, who is the argument for USC at wide receiver? Um, am I just drawing complete brain farts on people? Uh, they don't actually list the... Okay, I'm looking at... I'm, well, I'm looking at the, the examples I'm getting is Drake London, uh, Amon St. Brown, and Michael Pittman, and now Jordan Addison. That's one guy, that's one guy who's been good, two who have not done anything yet, and another one who's been... Mediocre at average. At College Football Saturday, they do the same thing. They've got Alabama 1, Ohio State 2, LSU 3, USC 4, and Oklahoma 5. I mean, I just named all these receivers. None of them are better than Jefferson or Chase individually. No, not, not That's the that, USC number one. So I guess one. they're talking about college. I suppose. I mean, even if you bring up college, I mean, well, I guess Chase did set his technique. He didn't play his last year. He only played one year, I guess, or two years. Yeah. But, yeah, I know that – I mean, LSU, Alabama, I think, are right there. I mean, even I've seen Oklahoma on list. I mean, Ohio State now, Ohio State is maybe better is good argument with anybody because, I mean, you've got Alave recently. You're going to have, I realize USC's have Harrison got, Jr. USC does have seven receivers on NFL rosters right now, 
and that's the most of any college. Does that make you number one if none of them are better than one receiver from another school, though? I don't know. I mean, it's, I guess that depends on quantity over quality. Yeah. Since Keyshawn Johnson was taken number one overall in 96, 20 USC receivers have been drafted, including Juju Smith-Schuster, Robert Woods, um, Young, and Drake London and Amon Ross St. Brown. As far as quantity goes, USC is tough to argue against, but in regards to quality, LSU and Alabama can definitely make strong cases. Uh, LSU boasts strong names in Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry, as well as Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Alabama currently has more NFL receivers than LSU uh, and are led by future Hall of Famer Julio Jones, no, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, Jerry Judy, Devontae oh, Smith, Jalen Waddle. Ridley, yeah. Yeah, they got some beasts. It's, I feel like LSU and, and Alabama should yeah. be, is, is the conversation, or should be the conversation. I mean, for what's worth, of that receiver list you named off for USC, I'm on, your boy Amon St. Brown in Detroit might be the best one. He's a beast. Did you see the... Patrick actually sent it to me, and I saw it last night. They asked all the Detroit Lions players their favorite Taylor Swift song. It's a very funny video. I, like, uh, Jared Goff went a little too in-depth for me. I'm like, all right, Jared. I, it's funny that you're a fan, but this is – I don't need you, like, getting – he was very, very into the question. He's like, only the 10-minute version, please. I was like, Jared, now I'm a little bit concerned about your ability to lead us to the playoffs. Are you hoping uh, – I, I doubt it would happen, but I don't know if you saw where – it looks like Dalvin Cook's getting released. I saw, he did get released. Oh, did he? Official, was it official? Okay. I know. I love how I love how they put a statement out last night that said, "We're going to try to trade him one more time if no one gives anything." <laughs> Why would you? Who would give you anything? I mean, I guess unless you didn't feel like you would, he'd, he'd sign with you, maybe. Tell you exactly what we're going to do. Yeah. If you don't want to give us something, then we're just going to cut him. Like, oh my bad. Oh here, here's a first round pick. Um, <laughs> I can think of it dumber than that, but I, again, the only way you'd make a trade in that situation is if maybe you feel like he wasn't going to sign with you, but then he's probably just going to be mad being there anyway. Uh, I mean, just cut him because I mean, no one's going to trade for him because if you cut him, then you can get him for right way, way cheaper than the contract he's he's under. And this is obviously a financial because Adam Cook can still play when he's, I mean, he's he's going to be an impact to somebody, but. Everybody's saying that he's going to go to Miami. Yeah, I guess he posted like on Instagram, I guess, or something pictures. He's from Miami. That's been a hot rumor. Uh, supposedly, the trade talks during the draft were very heavy between the two that mm. that they were going to make that move, and it makes sense with what Miami has. I mean, it 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 would be a a, a good move for them, especially if you're just going to sign him. It, it's kind of crazy the the difference in the way that we view. Like, I think about Dalvin Cook. And I think about him in college, and I'm like, that wasn't, you know, it wasn't that long ago. No, he's like, been in the league for six years. And he's like, he's an aging running back. Like, does he still have it? And then we talk about quarterbacks. I'm like, I was in high school when this guy was playing quarter, when Aaron Rodgers, and like, he's still got it. It's just, I know that the positions are vastly different in terms of physical demand, but it is crazy thinking about Dalvin Cook as some old guy. When I watched Not- him, at Cardinal Stadium when I was still like living relatively the same life. It wasn't that long ago. It wasn't a totally different well, person. me too. <laughs> yeah, when he was here playing for FSU. And now it's like he's – I can't believe he's got the courage to keep playing football at 27. I mean, I had the guy in a dynasty draft. I mean, so I'm just uh, – I know that Dom Cooks, I mean, he's 28, so he's still got some years left. This has nothing to do with ability. This is all – this is the league learning now that no one should give any running back a long-term big deal. You're not wrong. I mean, because they're just that expendable. They are just looked at as, as I mean, nothing. I mean, they gave, and they gave Alexander Madison, who's a decent back, a two-year deal for like $7 million a year, a short deal. Uh, they know Jefferson's coming up. His contract, he's on his fifth-year rookie deal. They're going to give him a huge deal. Uh, Hawkinson's we're on his rookie fifth-year deal, so they're going to have to give him. They're paying, you know, 
Kirk Cousins thirty nine million dollars a minute or something. So that's yeah. I mean, that's a, that's there's a reason why guys like Ezekiel Elliott's still sitting out there not being signed. Kareem Hunt, who's a really good back, he's only twenty seven. You know, he's just sitting out there, nobody calling. I mean, it's the Eagles let you know we let Sanders go and got you know Swift from you all for like a fourth round pick in three years. Yeah, I mean, running backs are. You see. <laughs> I mean, then there's Atlanta taking one in the first round, but I mean, no, so do we. <laughs> no. You know, we traded down. Again. I mean, that's <laughs> if you want to say, well, Trevor, what's your point? <laughs> yeah, these happen. My point is that people are still are dumb, but the fact is, it's like that's why you are the Lions, <laughs> and that's why you're the Lions and you're the Falcons. That's running back. That's how it is. Running backs. It kind of sucks, but especially for fantasy wise, if you're a big fantasy guy, it really does because you're seeing the more committee thing. Yeah, for the sure. The exception of like a few teams like Pittsburgh, but you know, it's the committee thing. Tennessee. Yeah, they're and they're those are very few and far between. And it's probably going to change the next time they get those like generational talents out of the franchise. I mean, well, and Pittsburgh's doing it now with the the, the guy that knew Najee Harris who had a good season, but he even he even took a step a little back last year a little bit. Okay. Mostly because I mean they had a rookie quarterback and you know, couldn't really get the ball down the field. Uh, the other thing uh, I wanted to get to here before we go back to the text line, the NCAA yesterday kind of quietly approved a bunch of rule changes for the 2023-24 men's basketball season. Namely, the block charge is is going to be under more heavy scrutiny, which I think is a is a rule that we've wanted to see looked at for a long time. College basketball, I think there's been way too much. Everything's a charge, and anytime um. I do just – Grabs his nuts and falls over. It's that's somehow defense. The block that's, charge call in sports is like the it's like the religious argument of sports. It like is. It's, it's everyone's divided in some way or another. Now th- this is what needs to happen in order to change it because I, it's not defense. It also is it's super dangerous if you, if you're just like if a, every time a dude jumps you're going to try to undercut him, grab your junk and fall down. Like it's it's people get hurt every year doing this. And yeah, so now if the defender arrives after the offensive player plants a foot to launch towards the basket. Officials will be instructed to call a block when the contact occurs between two players, which is good. I mean, just make everything a block until people stop trying to play defense this way because it's not defense. I've been saying that for years. I agree. If a dude lowers his shoulder and barges into you, that's one thing. Yeah. But if he's just driving and you just fall down because there's nothing else you can do and there's minimal contact, that should not be a charge. It should never be a charge. And don't don't, don't fool me with the, the flop warning and stuff just don't, don't it bother change it. nothing just yeah just get yeah you're right just make it a block call in a block call or don't call anything because guess what if you stop calling anything they're going to stop doing it yeah i don't know if that's like it's like a mind-blowing concept to people but if you know you stop what's the old there's a great old simpsons episode where all the, like the, the mascots come to life and start terrorizing the town and they're like just don't look at them and they're, <laughs> they'll stop and that's all. And guess what? Every, all the mascots stop. They, they die, except for the the Lardo Donut guy because Summer can't stop looking at him. But I mean, that's yeah. It's just just don't call either. If, if you want to call a block, that's fine. I agree. Or just don't call anything and make him look stupid and let the guy take a dive and then his opponent gets a layup and he gets yelled at. Now I mentioned I think a few weeks ago that this was probably going to happen. It now is officially a rule. Players are going to be allowed to wear number any number zero to ninety nine. Yeah, it used yeah. to always be just one to fifty five. Now we can officially get Dennis Evans number ninety nine if we want, or like number seventy eight, which would be hilarious. That can happen. Uh, here's my favorite rule change, though, of uh, of all of these. So it's been a rule now for I think over a decade where 
if there's some sort of altercation, anybody who leaves the bench gets tossed, right? They get they get teed up, they get tossed. You can't leave the bench during a fight. That's, that's become a rule for in basically every, every sport. That was just the old Miami Heat rule from right. the NBA stuff. The yeah. old, yeah, you don't want coaches dangling off legs. Trying to stop <laughs> the new, a new rule says... That's so funny, though. <laughs> bench personnel who are not students will be allowed to serve as peacekeepers when an altercation occurs. Can you imagine being like a... Wait a minute, so they're allowed to go into court? And but, be a, just as a peacemaker. Well, what's, to defi- what's to define a peacemaker? That is where you might get into some trouble. I mean, if, uh, I punched him because he was going to punch me. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I stopped the, the altercation by knocking my opponent out. Also, that, uh, can that, does that fall under peace? Imagine me as like a 22-year-old grad tra- like graduate assistant trying to make it in, in basketball coaching, 160 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> and there's a huge fight between them. And they're like, Rutherford, get out there and keep the peace. I'm like, no, I don't want to go out there. I'll- Suspend me if I go out there. I don't want any part of this. The, I've got to stay on the bench. I'm sorry. I, know, I go to way too many references movies. I'm picturing the kid at the end of I'm old school. <laughs> the, 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 the kid's going to spot the fat yeah. That's what I Go see. get him. Go get him. We got him to spot you. Like, <laughs> Break that up. I can't do it. I'm the coach. Where were you? <laughs> You're the peacekeeper. I mean, did we not learn anything from watching Peacemaker, the show, HBO? Like, the dude wasn't exactly in the... No, nobody watched that show. Oh, come so, on. So we didn't learn anything. Okay, well, apparently not. Because <laughs> he was killing people just for peace. Well, <laughs> very Dexter of him. Yeah, exactly. In that line. But funnier. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, if a player commits... Was Dexter funny? I don't know. Maybe they had some it comic. It wasn't that. Didn't have any comic relief in there? Very little. A little slapstick side, side character? Very little. <laughs> Uh, red and amber lights will be allowed on the backboard. What? I'm assuming for shot clocks. Like, uh, the rules, also, there are a couple experimental rules. To continue the experimental rule with a standard media timeout format in the second half, uh, for any interested conference that was they did in the NIT last year, the first dead ball, under 17 minutes, 14, 11, 8, and 4. You know, it used to just always be 16, 12, 8, 4, boom. There's, Is it old man of me to say I hate media timeouts? There's too many of them. I, I just, yeah, there's no point. I mean, just, I'm fine with media timeouts if you take timeouts away from the bench. We don't need we don't need there to be 11 potential yeah. stoppages when you take into account a team's timeouts and the additional media. Stoppages. I remember Tino talking about that. I think back in the like, the 05 team, and somebody brought up you, you're running like a six man rotation. Are you worried about depth? He's like, we've got like 30 timeouts yeah. in a game. Like these kids aren't tired at the end of a game. It's especially <laughs> the TV timeouts are longer in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and so that's why a lot of coaches talk about like we. I want to shorten my bench by the time we get to February, March, because the NCAA tournament, like nobody's getting tired. Yeah, no like, how is Marquise Noel playing 45 minutes? Like he gets a rest every four minutes for like three <laughs> extra minutes. Like, and then you know, like in the final minutes, he's getting a rest every five seconds. Like. There's way too many stoppages it's to play. Way, way too many. And they're too long once you get to March. Um, so th- those are the big rule changes. Under two minutes when a coach requests an out-of-bounds play to be reviewed, that team will be a, a charged with a timeout. If the original call is not overturned, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, um, you're wrong on a challenge. It's, that's the penalty. Yeah, it, sh- it should be good. And th- they're keeping the rule where anytime the ball hits the rim and the offense retains possession in the front court, the shot clock is resetting, but just to 20 seconds. Which I think is good. It's fine. I'm fine I, the only it. thing I'm not happy with is the, uh, and this is the old, little bit old man in me. I like nor nor traditional numbers. Like I, it's it's annoys me with the NFL watching receivers wear like anything outside of eighty. Like I, that's just the that's just my, that's still a rule in college, right? You still you, like, I don't know. I think it is. I think quarterbacks are only allowed to be like well, it used to be quarterbacks one through twenty 
or one through nineteen were quarterbacks. I think it's still that way in college. Yeah, wide, running backs are twenty through thirty nine, wide receivers are eighty through eighty nine, and, and and I can keep going if you want, but I won't. Um, well, no, some wide receivers can be single digits too. Well, and but the now the rules are a little bit different in the NFL. Now you can, it doesn't matter. They're NFL like willy dilly, yeah. And that's, of course, it started with like you actually brought him up. Here's our second Keyshawn Johnson reference of the day. There you go. Where he wanted to wear 19, and they they listed him as a backup quarterback, so he could wear 19 at wide receiver. It's a big day for Keyshawn on the show. <laughs> it actually is. Then we won't bring up how he was the number one pick, but he was actually the second best receiver on the team behind the seventh round pick, Wayne Corbett. Yeah, he lit up Northwestern. That He's just so mad about that. Uh, it's funny that we bring this up now because I. I mentioned during the show, Kelly Dickey had asked me a question about Breno Giacomini. Never asked me anything. And Breno was going super deep into like like why he's listed as having two different numbers in the official media guide. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, basically, I started my career playing tight end, but I would occasionally line up as a offensive tackle in short yardage situations. So he's like, I wore 89 my first two years. But then, if I had to go in and play tight end, or if, if I had to go in and play like tackle, they would scramble to find me a jersey. So I was like 71, 72, or 73, depending on what was lying around. And then he's like, junior year, I started two games at left tackle, couldn't wear 89, went to 78. And then Scott Coon broke his hand diving for a diving in for a touchdown, so I had to go back to seventy eight. It's like basically, he's like I was seventy eight or eighty nine, occasionally seventy one, seventy two, or seventy three. And then my last year, I was seventy eight the entire time playing right tackle, which is weird because college is you have the sport, you have two guys out there wearing the same number. Sometimes I feel like like you, you, the well, you number, can't do that. Well, you well, I guess on offense and defense right. you can't do yeah. it at the same time though. No, but it's the fact you can even have an offense and defense guy the same number is just bizarre to me in, in general. It is nuts. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll hit you guys up on the Thornton's text line, and then we'll look ahead to the big events of the weekend. Final segment on the way next. Mike Rutherford, Chill on a Friday here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Back to freshman year of college. Everybody's bringing that milkshake to the yard. I was not a big fan. Of, I liked Bossy a lot. I did not like this song. Uh, <laughs> it was everywhere. I, 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 I was the gift that like I sent you on the. Like I was the one Peter walking. Griffin. I was the one walking around like as like a kid. Like, <laughs> I had no idea the song. I'm like my milkshake brings it. I'm like <laughs> I'm working like a pizza box like serving people. Like my my Trevor brings your food to the table and your your tip is larger than his. Your tip. People loved it. <laughs> people. That's how you got to where you are right now today. <laughs> Uh, we've got, that or a girl missing snowman. <laughs> we've got about uh, 20 minutes here before we get out of here and call it a week. If you have thoughts that you want to have heard before then, hit us up at 502-414-1450 on the Thornton's text line. Uh, TK, big weekend plans ahead of you? No, none. Uh, I've got a high school game to do tomorrow. Silver Creek? Um, yeah. yeah. They're one, rolling. 
145. For the state title. Make sure to tune in here, 145 pregame, 2 o'clock uh, first pitch. Uh, Mr. Dennison on the call, I believe. Um, and then I've got that. Other than that, I just really, no, that's it. I, I mean, I'll probably just kind of be a lazy weekend. I know it's not really a stretch, but no no plans of anything to watch it. it, it I don't think there's any movies out or anything, right? Uh, Nothing new, yeah. yeah Nothing I know of. The only thing out that I haven't seen yet is The Guards of the Galaxy 3, but I'm waiting for it to come on streaming. I do want to see that. I want to watch that, point. yeah. I feel like I saw two, but like it was one of those where I watched like in three different nights. I need to watch that again. One I've seen. I mean, like two's okay. Times. Two's not bad. It's not great, but it's it's good. It's it's for a sequel. I I, I don't mind it. Okay. Uh, Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Let's get there. Let's do it. We gonna do text rest of the show? Probably yeah. Why Let's do that? it. Let's knock them out. Come on. Uh, before we do though, gotta remind you guys about our guys over at AirServe. Uh, can't forget AirServe because it's hot nope. summer. This is when they're thriving. This is when you need AirServe the most. Call them if you have an issue with your AC at 502-785-8600. Technicians available 24-7. Someone's going to come up to your home at 3 a.m. If you need them and fix your problem, make sure you're sleeping through the night safely and comfortably. Again, AirServe, 502-785-8600. Watch this. Cough button. I didn't even know you coughed. Did it again. Oh, look at you. Oh, there's a game on tonight. What game? NBA. It's tonight? I think so. Yeah, game. Yeah, eight thirty. Game four. Yeah, tonight. Oh, I thought it wasn't until like Sunday. Because <laughs> I'm not the only one that's surprised. I just assume they have. Well, the last game was Wednesday, right? And they've been doing three days between games. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it's because I mean, there's no hockey. And it's hockey tomorrow. I assume hockey tomorrow, and then game five will be Sunday. I assume yeah. in the NBA finals. Yeah, eight thirty tonight. ABC Nuggets. We'll pick that in about uh, in about. This we'll pick that. Okay. All right. Uh, Texture says. This. Oh, this is a. KRC text. Is there, is there more beef between Matt Jones and KRC? Isn't there always beef between Matt Jones and KRC? I don't think Matt was referring to you guys. He said it was some Louisville radio host talking bleep about Ryan. Was it you? Oh, it was probably me. He's talking about you? Yeah, I've called I've said Ryan's pretty much like the 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 kind of the, the slap of the yeah. I used to, I used to go on Twitter sometimes and like I'd be I'd be, I'd do the you know Ryan Leonard you know, Lemon quote and be like I think so was a good player, Matt. I do think that, right, Matt? Matt, that's what I think, isn't it? Like he's he's kind of the Kevin, he's Kevin, he's Kevin, he's Kevin Eubanks. He's kind of his kind of sidekick chuckle. I don't think he was talking about about you. <laughs> no, I, I know when I this is years ago. Matt even reached out to me. He was like, he's like you're being a little harsh on Ryan. I was like, what did you ever you don't like him? I'm like, I've never met the dude. I don't know. I'm just like teasing him. He's like, well, keep it up. It's making him better. He's making him better on the right. <laughs> like, okay, I did it for months and that stopped. <laughs> Texas says it's uh, I, I'm a, it's super weird going back. This is the teacher text who had mentioned that parents sometimes want separate parent teacher yeah, conferences. Just, I wouldn't I wouldn't give them, but yeah. Said it's super weird when parent one wants me to convey something to parent two or not tell them. Something. <laughs> no, that you can't do that. No. And what world do you think having? What what are we in? Who's the teacher? Who's the parent? Who's the student here? Are you? Would you pass my ex wife a note? In her meeting and tell her she can bleep herself. I mean, no. This is since we're already pulling the curtain back on like inside Louisville radio stuff. This reminds me of when we were at ninety three nine, and like by the time I got there officially, like pretty much everybody there didn't like John, and John didn't like everybody pretty much there. And they would both both sides would be like, "Can you tell John?" And John would be like, "Can you let them know?" And I'm like, "I'm not doing this anymore." <laughs> I was like, "I've worked here for like a month. No, I'm not. Like, this is ridiculous. You, you are all grown men. You can just exactly. talk face to face for God's sake, or do it on social media like to everyone else today." They had like, the, the station meetings always happen. I think it was like once a week, and it was it was at a time where John was doing Wave Three to listen, so he couldn't come in, and he would just be like, "Are they talking about me?" 
And I was like, and then they would be like, can you guys, Mike, can you let John know? And I'm like, no, no, I can't let him know. I was like, you guys can do this yourselves. I'm not, I am not going to be the intermediary for like just this teenage bull. Like it was just, it was absolutely absurd. Texas, here's the thought. Play Sarah McLaughlin on the loudspeakers on a loop to cool the parents off. Yeah, Anytime but, parents are fighting. I don't know. I think that would make them more mad. I'd, I'd get angry if I heard Sarah McLaughlin. In the arms of the angel. <laughs> meanwhile, like, the ex-wife's dropping a macho man elbow off the stands. At least it'd be funny if it, it would if, be. if they didn't stop. It still would give them a soundtrack. would be hilarious. <laughs> I will remember you. Dick says, Roush, I still don't understand who the seven-footer you're talking about that played for Ballard is. I'm pretty sure the kid you're thinking of plays for another school. No, didn't Ballard have a big kid a couple years ago? They still do. They, they did as of last year. I know that. I don't remember. I, I know. I thought they did have. They did. I think they. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, yeah. But I thought they had like a kid. I don't know if he's seven feet, but I thought they had a, like a 6'10 kid at one time. I don't think how good he was, but he was on the team. The, I think his last name is like McCurr. Like they, Something, yeah. you are, I think. Um, yeah, I remember that kid, but I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know if he's a legit, like, big time D1 prospect or not, but I know they had a big kid the last couple of years. I'm sure they have him several times. It's Ballard. I mean, they're going to have talent and selection. Texas says, uh, Mike, considering you're a longtime DePaul fan, where does Max Struess rank in the all time DePaul top, top players? He's lighting it up. He's better than I thought he was going to be. Is he the best? No. George Mikan, Mark Aguirre, Terry Cummins, Dart Mar- Tucker. Rod Strickland. Rod Strickland. Forgotten about. Max Struess. Max, Max Struess. <laughs> Remember Wilson Chandler? He was good. Quentin Richardson. Yeah. Bobby Simmons. Didn't we find out during the, the, the debate about twins and all this stuff that George Mikan had a really good brother who also played? I'm assuming he went to DePaul. Did we, did we come up with that? No, I mean, when I looked at lists, like the Mikan brothers were in there. I don't remember him having a brother. He was on some of the ones that we were. Yeah, Ed, Ed Mikan. Huh. Younger brother of George Mikan. It doesn't say where he played. He's from Joliet, Illinois, home of Rudy and his ass dad. I did not know that. I, he played at DePaul. Okay. He was a he was the number five overall pick in the nineteen forty eight NBA draft. Well, there was only like six picks in the draft. Still, he was good. I think the most underrated brother He's on the list. I think the brother that gets the least respect is Lou Gehrig's brother. I didn't know he had a brother. He had a bro- not only that, he's like he's like I think he had like a hitting streak at like thirty something games at one point. Teddy Garrick. I guess yeah. <laughs> Bobby actually. <laughs> Anthony Garrick. <laughs> uh Texture says <laughs> I'm not I can't read that one. Uh <clears throat> Texture says, I'm not dumb, but what is a mariner? It's a boat. I thought it was a person who worked on a boat. I thought it was a boat in general. I could be, I could be dumb. Well, maybe I'm. Maybe one of us is dumb because we really think they're well, different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it's not. I know it's. I mean, yeah, it's a sailor. Okay. <laughs> well, then I mean, I knew it was something nautical because that's what Seattle kind of does, right there. Yeah, someone who works aboard a watercraft yeah. as part of the crew is a mariner. For a second, you had me doubting though. I was like, did that's I a Garrick. I meant DiMaggio, by the way. Yeah, okay. I knew DiMaggio had a brother. Yeah, okay. I, I, I had no idea. I, I got like, my Yankees mixed up. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was like, Lou Gehrig's brother. Crushed it in the MLB. I know he's the one that did. He's like, he's like, I wouldn't say he had a bad raw deal. He's the one that lived, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that too dark? <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Still too soon. Yeah. What was Joe DiMaggio's brother's name? Frank or something? I don't know. I remember that he had a brother who played. Yeah, he was good. He's good. He was like, like I said, he had multiple hitting records as well. Uh, Texas says, while we wait for football, you guys should break down the schedule. I mean, Dom. That was can it. we do it again? Dom DiMaggio. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. This would drive me nuts. Arr. 
We got plenty of time to break down the schedule. Which, which schedule? Football. Oh, we're going to win them all. There you go. Football, done. No. Move on. And then 13 with the Look at that. We've got 14 minutes to spare. <clears throat> broken down. Consider it broken down. I could, you didn't even have time to, you, I didn't give you enough time to cough to break down that schedule. You didn't. Texas, did you read the controversial? Uh, come on. I'm not going to read that. What was it about? No, someone's just trying to do like a funny name. To no, okay. One of the Bart Simpson ones. I love those those. I love the, have you seen the, I think you've seen a lot of the same reels that I have when you get caught in the reels loop. On no. IG. I was in it last There's night. the one where the news guy reads these, like, he's like, funny comment here. He's like, great comment here by Hugh Janus. Yeah. And like the, 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 the guy starts laughing. He doesn't realize what he said. And then when he does, he can't, get, I laugh every single time. <laughs> it's so good. Texture says, I could not agree, agree more on the block charge call. It drives me nuts when guys jump in and try to draw a charge instead of playing defense. Hopefully, it'll be a thing of the past now with this rule change. Okay. I did like that the like the rules guy who's on Twitter, he was like, hearing that some of you guys have thoughts on the block charge after the recent years, like, maybe you'll like this. Last night, I was like, that's the way to, that's the way to, to make it happen. I mean, I guess you can't technically get rid of blocking and charging completely, but just because you don't, I mean... <laughs> There's there's other rules in basketball like I don't know lane violations that they don't call anyway that's still a rule so just don't call it like we said yeah I mean how many times do you see someone slip slip in the lane or not go completely over the line when they're throwing the ball and they just just ignore it it happens it happens all the sure. time and do they still count the ten on the free throw that's, is there still I mean they're when, supposed to when's the last time you saw someone actually get punished for that well again like I they'll call Malone skit you know where people would they would count during his free throw I wrote about this when we played before we played Cincinnati in 2014 I had a post about how Sean Kilpatrick takes like 15 seconds to shoot free throws Does he? <laughs> as we drove to Cincinnati the night before the game I got to hear the radio station uh, not Lance McGarvey it was who's the the big guy Mo Egger. He's like, just he's like, does this guy not have anything else to do in his life to count the free throws? <laughs> I was like, it was the one time. It's always the people always you know, accuse me or accuse people of you know, they feed you stuff and they that you write what they want to say. This was the one time where that's true because Doug Davenport was on staff and he was like, I put together this video. He's like, would you mind giving? He was like, maybe we can get in his head a little bit. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll write that story. That's gonna no problem at all. And then Kilpatrick hit like every clutch free throw in that game. But did he do it under ten seconds? He took a long time, but he made every one that he took, and then Russ Smith hit a game winner, so it didn't matter. That's the one when the Bulls fans would count, or opposing fans when Jazz did the late 80s, Carmelo along the line, the, the stadium would start chanting the number, counting out loud, but it was cracking me up. Uh, there's a, somebody said this, and there's a parasailing like lawsuit. We've talked about whether or not you could parasail. I know. The question is when I'm going to parasail. The family of an Illinois woman killed in a 2022 crash while she and two children were parasailing in the Florida Keys. Fought a lawsuit connected to her death. Uh, she was killed after being dragged across the water and slamming into a bridge last June while strapped to a parasail. Can you see? Don't they usually sign waivers on those things? I think you have to, yeah. I think so, yeah. I don't think you're going to get much out of that lawsuit, I don't think. Unless you can somehow prove like the equipment that you were given was faulty. Yeah, I mean... But that's going to be very hard to do. The boat captain cut the line holding Alfarati because the two boys... Be- because the parasail was dragging in high winds from a sudden summer storm. That would be that'd be rough. That'd be bad. But don't go parasail on the drift. I'll be okay. I'm not like I'm getting that far off the water. Texas, if this jersey number rule always existed, what former UFL player would have worn 69, and why is it Bozak Smith? It wouldn't have been Bozak. I don't know. Derek Character, maybe? 
care. <laughs> Imagine how annoyed Patino would be if he was like, "No, Derek, you can't. You can't wear 69. I'm not gonna. Anybody else can wear it, but you." That's well, the first thing that popped in my head for some reason. That's a good one. That's a good choice. <laughs> BJ Flynn, 69. Oh. <laughs> There's a difference in like like BJ Flynn. If he'd done it, I would have loved it. But there are certain players who I'd have been annoyed by if they tried to do it. <laughs> Terrence Williams, maybe or something. Chris Jones, you can't be 69. <laughs> it's not funny when you try to do it. it doesn't work. Should be a walk-on, right? Yeah, Aiden, Aiden McCool should be 69. He's got the hair. I mean, your name is McCool, right? You should, who doesn't want to see that on the back of a jersey, McCool 69? I'd wear a McCool 69. <laughs> I'd buy it and I'd wear it proudly. People be like, that's fake. I'm like, no, 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 I just like the player. I'm not trying to like you know get attention at a concert or anything. It's McCool 69. He's a player. <laughs> that's like a, it's his number. <laughs> The rejected name of Memphis's soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great soccer club. Who you play for? McCool 69s? What city is that? Louisville? Miami. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, it doesn't whatever city we want it to be. Texture says Belmont picks. Um, I couldn't tell you one horse in this race. Well, it's, it's actually, this This might be the best field we've had because you know so many horses scratched out of the Derby, and the Ooh, Preakness was was terrible. Like Angel of Empires back running in this race, Tappet Trice is back running in this race. Forte, who we still haven't seen in any of the Triple Crown races, is back running in this race. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm I'm going out. I'm going to go against the. Like, I, this horse is probably going to be the third or fourth choice. I'm going with the Preakness winner, National Treasure, to repeat uh, to 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 make good on his Preakness performance and win the Belmont. Um, I'm going with Pink Eight. Are there eight horses in this field? Pink Eight would be. Red Route One. Oh, I like that. I like that horse. It is a closer. I like Red Route One. I like that. Yeah. I, the, if National Treasure can get the right pace, and it, this can be the issue, I think he can win. But this is a much much longer race. I'm gonna. Go, I, I think I'm, I'm going National Treasure. Upset pick. Okay. Oh, Pro- odds are probably gonna be well six seven eight. Take a National Treasure. Uh, but I'm very curious to see Forte, who was going to be my Derby pick before. Uh, he got scratched. I'll say Forte second, and then I'll say, I'll say Angel of Empire comes in third. Uh, Texture says the Ville needs to give Quelron House a visit. I, don't, I have no idea what who. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that is. Texture relevant to the song coming back from the break. Bill Murray is now dating Kalise. Forty three. That's why we played it. Yeah. That that's why we played it. I think I just played Milkshake for some reason. <laughs> Texture says Trevor with the. <laughs> Trevor just laid the schedule. <laughs> hey, I got laid. <laughs> Texas, did you see the horrible video on Twitter of the shark eating the guy? Twitter seems to be boosting those videos recently. No, I didn't. I don't want to see that. A shark? Oh, we mean with the kid that jumped the ship? I don't think that because that video is he's not being eaten. You just you, you don't you think you maybe see something, but then he swims away. I have not seen a video of the shark eating the guy. By the way, that that that, that takes about the it's it's a. 2024 six one point guard. Okay, his name is Corlon Corn House or something like that. Okay, I don't, I don't know why. I thought I, I just the only reason I looked it up is because I thought they were trying to get you on something, but no, they were being serious. It's a Corlon House. Yeah, it's his real name. He's uh, I guess does he play for Ballard? Oh, is he's a local kid? I guess so. Yeah, he actually saying yeah, but I guess city yeah number thirty two Ballard High School. Yeah, I guess they did play for Ballard. Okay, right? well, I mean, yep. Class of 24, Kentucky. We get a lot. I mean, there was a lot of people wanted Gabe Sis to get a scholarship nope. offer from Louisville. Texture reminded me. It's Seneca. I'm sorry. Seneca. Okay. 
Um, Gabe Sisk, by the way, I don't think we mentioned it when it happened. I think it was a couple weeks ago. He's committed to East Tennessee State. So he is that where he's going. He is going D1, uh, but he's you know, people want him to go to Louisville. I mean, there's a lot of love for local kids, uh, understandably so. Uh, we've got, let's see, a couple more minutes. We'll go real quick. Texas, how is a lazy weekend for Trevor different than any day of the week for Trevor? You don't have to do the show. I don't have to get him coming to the show, yeah. I mean, I get, well, I got to come to high school tomorrow, so, I mean, that sucks because I was, you know, can't really sleep in. I got to be here at one four, by one thirty. so. Texas says, talking about the drama in the state baseball tourney, I'm way less shocked that there are racist a-holes in Shelby County and way more surprised to hear that Trevor has an office. <laughs> <laughs> Good Thank you. Texas character couldn't be sixty nine. Numbers in college basketball can't go above five, so the ref can signal five. Snark, snark, snark. No, that's the that's the thing. Well, they're changed. They changed. They just yeah. changed the rule. So now players. That's why that came up. Uh, players can now, as of yesterday, wear any number between zero and ninety nine. Hey, why does that person have their name in in, in the text line? I don't know. It's like a, it's like a business. Yeah, and they text like three. It's like the third text. Well, they were wrong about that one. Blew up in their face a little bit, trying to be snarky. All right, we got uh, NBA Finals. We did, I didn't know it put until snark, snark, snark in there. I didn't know it until today, but we've got NBA Finals game four tonight, yep. eight thirty on ABC. Nuggets on the road again, taking on the Heat. If the Heat win, series on. Should be fun. You know, last two or three games. If the Nuggets win, I feel like it's a foregone conclusion that we are uh, you know, we're headed for a Nikola Jokic world championship. A Nickelodeon world. Uh, who you got, TK? Denver is a three-point road favorite here. Um, Denver's covering. Denver's winning. Uh, not as impressively as last time, but Denver wins by nine. Eight, I, or, eight or nine. I am exactly there with you. I, yeah. I said going in, Nuggets in five. I thought Miami would get one of the games in Miami. Miami could get either one. They might still the next game and make it 3-2, but I just don't see. Any, I think it's five. I think, I think it's done. I, I, I'm gonna, here's my bold prediction since you – Said pretty much exactly what I was going to say anyway. I think this yeah, game winds up being the best of the series. I'm, I'm going to say this winds up being the best game of the series. It's back and forth. It's more competitive throughout. Denver makes the plays they need to late and wins by like five or six. Uh, and then they go home and close this thing out. Well, yeah, man. It was game, well, game two was close, but it didn't feel like it, it wasn't like it came down like it didn't feel close, but it was score wise. Yeah. Does that make sense, I guess? For sure, yeah. I mean, one by three, but it never really, like, you weren't, like, biting your nails during it. It has been a boring finals. It, so far. But still time to make up for it. Yeah. I'm cheering for the Heat just because I want the series to go on, but I think that I think the Nuggets You're just a Tyler Hero fan like your boy, Jack. No, I'm not. We'll see if he plays tonight. We'll see what happens. It's like, see, I forgot to play. I've been hearing that for, like, they keep rumoring it. I mean, this is, like, rumoring the second it. round versus the Knicks. All right, we, we got to get out of here. <laughs> hey, my food just got dropped off. Cattleman's time. Uh, we yeah, have a baby. fantastic weekend. Enjoy whatever your Cattleman's is for this weekend. Stay cool. We'll see you guys Monday at 3 o'clock. Go cards. That's how Trevor does a lazy weekend. Shake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours.